Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. In the streets of Union City, to your nighttime radio, Steve Travelis keeps you in the Jersey know. From 7 till 11, live local and live, Steve Travelis on New Jersey 101.5. Weekday night, Steve's live local and live. Ain't it the truth? Welcome to Tuesday night in New Jersey. Steve Trevelis hanging with you like we do every Tuesday night till 11 o'clock tonight. Talking all things Jersey. So much to discuss tonight. Uh, Reverend Bob Levy's coming in at 9 o'clock. We'll uh, talk about what happened in Uncle Vinny's with the comedian uh, who's now booked on Kimmel. Talk about a career move, right? Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the letters that you have written. They have a meaning to send to celebrities. And did they answer you back? We'll hook up with that. Gambling addictions. I was coming down here tonight. And uh, I was on the phone. I mean, I was paying attention while driving. And uh, I almost ran over a couple of deer. I didn't realize uh, coming down um, Eggert's Crossing Road that uh, a herd of deer. Is it a herd of deer? A gaggle of deer? A bunch of deer? uh, All start crossing the road. And I do my best. I, I avoid them. They realize it's me. They avoid me. And uh, I'm like, whew, you know, that whew, moment. Uh, but I, it was funny because it kind of led into what I wanted to talk about this hour. Because Kylie wrote a, a piece, a post on NJ1015.com. New Jersey drivers, is this a thing you do with dead deer? And some guy had... Uh, now, I'm looking at this thing. Uh, he's got a kind of got like a wood shelf in the back of his car. I'm not sure what kind of car it is. He's got a rack on his roof, but he doesn't put this. We're not sure if it's a, a real deer or an, imita- or an imitation deer, but it says roadkill deer. And the roadkill deer is, I guess, got a blanket over it, and it's tied to the back of this guy's car, which is like got like a, a shelf across that the deer sits on. Now, again, it looks like a fake deer to me. I don't know, maybe it's some kind of a decoration. Maybe, like, he wants all the other deer to know what could happen if they cross the road, you know? And maybe he's sending he send a message. You know, he's sending a message. Uh, but it got me thinking that, you know, a topic, I don't think we've ever done this before, as far as... Have you ever run over an animal on a New Jersey road? You know, have you ever actually hit something? What did you do? Like if this guy, I'm thinking if this guy actually hit this deer, could you imagine this dude hits the deer and he gets the deer and he ties the deer up and he puts the deer on his back of his truck, a car, uh, and he's going to, I don't know, he's going to take the deer where? I know like... They take them to homeless shelters uh, and make venison. I've heard that. Uh, I don't know. Where would you take a dead deer? Where do they take the dead deer? You know, you call the police. You know, I, I'm not sure even what the procedure is. Like, if you hit a deer, if you hit an animal, uh, I guess, is it your job to remove the animal? Right? You got to, I guess, move it to the side of the road, call the police. But what have you ever done? Have you ever been in that situation where you hit something? Um, 
be it a deer, be it a small animal, you know, God forbid, like a pet. What, you know, how did it work out for you? What did you do? Well, how did it work out for the animal? Well, did he get away? We believe, you know, we believe that if the animal can make it into the woods, he's going to be okay. He's going to be cured. Uh, or if we don't see him anymore, then he's just going to go magically go into the trees and suddenly everything's going to be all right. But what have you run over? And what did you do? Did you keep going? Um, did you stop? Did you go out and, and try to save the animal? Scott's in Branchburg on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Scott. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Scott? I'm doing well, doing well. All right, tell me your story. Uh, so basically, uh, we, me and my friend were coming home uh, from a pretty long ride, uh, just doing about 35, 40. And the little baby deer jumps out right in the front of my motorcycle, does a full, like, turnaround circle, and knocks the whole front end of my motorcycle off. And they sent me to the ER. How did you, now, I, I can imagine, like, how did you handle that? What do you do? What, did you just hold on to the bike? Did you know how to swerve? Did you turn? Did you avoid him? What happened? Um, I, I didn't really have time to react. So, uh, what I did was I just jammed on my brakes and let the bike down as, as I could. Damn. You know, you're so young. It's a good thing you knew how to do that. And what happened? Were you okay? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had to go to the ER. Like, uh, coincidentally, I just got the hospital bill in 33 grand. And what? And put bandages on it. Yep. And it's covered by my insurance, but I, I was... All they did was scans and t- told me nothing was broken, told me nothing was... Uh, $33,000? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And what happened to the deer? Um, excuse me? I couldn't hear you. Oh, what happened to the deer? Um, the deer just ran off. I, I no sight of him after that. Oh, man. You watch Bambi a totally different way now, right? Uh, the thing that's getting me into deer hunting. <laughs> yeah, I, license this season. That's I swear it. to God. I'm going deer. I wasn't going to do it. Now I got a new sport. Scott, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Bob is in Hamilton on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Bob. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you, Bob? My wife. All right. Um, my wife is a magnet for deer. She has hit more deer in New Jersey I mean, I get a call, you know, nine ten o'clock at night, and I got to go piece the car back together. She's all upset. She she never got hurt, so let me just say that at first. Uh-huh. But they would hit the side of her car, the front of her car. Oh man! So I, I used to tape her cars back together. She <laughs> you go out there with the duct tape in the back, right? All right, where do you, where do you get you now? Or, or a big tire, like a Michelin tire, around the car. <laughs> No, I have, I have a question for your listeners or something. Yeah, go ahead. Um, in, Ad, in Adco, I, I used to hunt near the um, the racetrack there. Right. And there was a story that my buddy told me that there was a couple, an old couple that used to get paid so much per deer to go out and scrape them up off the road and then put them back in the woods because I used to turn Put them back in the area. woods? Yeah. And, the, and some, for some reason, the township uh, stopped it. It was like this old couple, that's how they made their living. If anybody, you know, really? anybody knows about that, I'd, I'd really like to hear about that. But it's I, a story my buddy told me. An old couple would get paid to scrape the deer up off the road and put the carcasses in the woods. 
Right. The police would call him and he'd come out. And this is years ago, but still. I don't know. I mean, All right. If anybody knows. The turkey hunt back there because of the deer and the bugs. Right. You know, well, the hawks would come, right? The, uh, you know, you yeah, basically, right. it's this nature. You're keeping uh, the cycle of life going on, I guess. Right, right, right. How about that? I mean, after a while, after they get hit, you can't, you know, you can't do anything with them. No. Uh, yeah, well, the hawks can. All right, I'll, I'll find out. one 800 If anybody knows. Uh, if there was an old couple in Hamilton who got paid to take the dead deer carcasses from the road and put them into the woods, let me know. And uh, you versus any animal, did you ever run over an animal? What happened? What happened to you? What happened to the animal? $33,000 worth of hospital bills. Guy hit his deer on a motorcycle. My God. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelisse. You want to work with an agent who has buyers lined up and can get your home sold fast. You call Robert Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage and start looking for your new home today. Donald and Louise wanted to sell their home in Jackson so they could move closer to their family. They called Rob and his team and were on their way to their new home in no time with a boatload of extra cash. Once listed, Rob's marketing strategies triggered 11 showings and gathered multiple offers in only eight days, selling the home for $601,400. That, my friends, was $51,500 over the list price. Robert Dukansky has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. No worries if your situation changes. You can get out of the contract at any time. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855 855- Three five zero one zero one five, or online at robsellsnj.com. That's robsellsnj.com, or Google robsellsnj, and then you start packing. Here's fast traffic. Brought you by Guaranteed Service. Leaky water heater, clogged toilet, or your heating system not working? You'll always be in good hands with a Guaranteed Service. For a limited time, tune up your heating system for only $77 and guarantee no breakdowns for the entire winter. 1-800-GUARANTEED or GuaranteedService.com. Steve Trevelisse, 1-800-283-101.5. Have you uh, ever hit an animal with your car or seen an animal get hit? Uh, both have happened to me. But before I tell you the story, let's talk to Judy in West Hampton on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Judy. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing great. Um, I just had a funny story that uh, when my husband picked me up on our first date to go to the shore on a motorcycle, right. we're going down the road and a groundhog came out and my husband's like, Brace yourself, and I didn't know what to do, and we kind of did a speed bump over it, and it rolled into the woods. So I don't know what happened to it, but we <laughs> it did not bring the bike down, thank God. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, you know what? He had no choice. You're not gonna, if he tries to avoid the groundhog, you guys can get hurt. Right. You and know. he drove right over it. Just he, You know, he took the wheel, and he straightened it, and he went right over it, and it just went into the woods. But, this was your first date? That was our first date. Uh-huh. See, that's when you knew he loved you because you were more important to him than the groundhog. This man had to make a choice, right? Yeah. You, you or the groundhog. And you were right on the bike and the groundhog, right? He had to make a choice. And that was the sign of what was to be. The very first yeah. time he chose you over something. Right. In 35 years, we've been married. See, and he still chooses you over everything, right? Yes, he does. <laughs> there you go. That's love. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Dina's in White House on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Dina. 
Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Today, I'm good, thanks. I'm always listening. I always feel like I have a story for you, but this one I felt like I had to call because I was I have a salon in in uh, it's in Far Hills now, but it was in Burnsville. And at the time, I was I saw outside my window at the salon there was like a red tail hawk. I didn't know what kind of bird it was, right. so I started videotaping it so I can show my son. He was little at the time. And we're all like looking at this bird and like, oh my God, it's so cool. It's like, and I don't like really love birds, but I thought it was a cool bird. So as we're doing it, it flies away and it gets hit on 202 by like a Jeep. So I'm like, oh my God, now I have this video of this bird dying. So I was like, that wasn't the worst part. This lady pulls over, Uh she's got like a fancy car, she stops and she's totally like freaking out about this bird situation. I mean, I wasn't going to save it. I didn't know what to do. I was going to go on uh, 202 to save it. You had the evidence. I could. Yeah, but so but she gets out and she's like looking at me. I'm like she's like we need to save the bird. She's like, can you get a box? I'm running into my salon. I go get a box. I'm running downstairs thinking, what the hell am I doing? Trying to save this bird? Like, and it's still like it, it kind of like got stunned, but it it flew away, went up into the tree. Now I'm walking like a little further past, like you know, to see where this bird is. There's like right. other birds, like probably smelling that wounded. And I just kept thinking, I I can't believe I'm trying to save this bird. This lady's crazy. I mean, she left her car with her bag and everything like you know just in it she like what? abandoned ship just so she could save the bird but it was kind of funny and i do have the video and every once in a while we're like we like talk about it this long. We're like, remember that day that the bird got hit i'm like i would have just let it roll i don't think i would have like ran out there and like tried to like because i don't really she I'm left the car on the road to chase the bird well, she left she pulled up in like my parking lot at the salon oh. she didn't even hit the bird it was like somebody else hit it oh. but she she witnessed it so she was very concerned there's a raptor group i think it's called the raptor group uh-huh. that saved like the birds and stuff like injured animals i mean it was very nice and i felt like we did something good right. but we didn't save it in the end i don't know what happened to it but i just remember <laughs> thinking, i was trying to you know videotape something fun for my son to see and it was like i witnessed like a con i'm like so this is terrible did, but it was did you show him the video and the kids still got nightmares and he spent well, the last 20 years in therapy or anything like that? Yeah, no. I mean, I probably did show him later when he got older, but he loves animals, so I, I, I don't know. Now he wants to watch Dahmer, so he's ready for the video. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. Now, now he's ready for the video. He's 12, he's ready, but, you know, I just thought it was funny because I always That's think hysterical. That's great. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Dina, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Imagine that. that. That's the kind of stuff that happened to me. You're videotaping a pretty bird. You thought, oh, this is so cool. Next thing you know, the bird gets hit by a car. Uh, have you ever run over an animal? Uh, could be a deer, could be a, hopefully not a pet, but it happens. You know, what was it like for you? What What was it like for you? What was it like for the animal? You know, like, uh, do you stop? Did you stop? Did you pull over? You got to be careful if you're trying to help the animal because the animal don't know what's going on. The animal is stunned, and uh, chances are the animal will attack, not realizing that your intentions are good. 1-800-283-101.5. Or you like Kylie's post where somebody just uh, took a, I don't know if it's a real deer, an imitation deer, or what the hell it is. But on the back of this guy's truck is uh, like a deer with a sign that says roadkill deer. Now, I don't know, maybe he's going out trick-or-treating. Uh, but 1-800-283-101.5. But it's not only about deer. I mean, you want to tell me you versus the deer, I'm interested. But aside, along with that, were there ever any other animals that you hit? Some of them, you know, you just sit there and you ask yourself, how the hell could you be so stupid? You're driving down the road next thing, you know, a possum runs out or a raccoon runs out. Say, are you kidding? And then if you hit them, you know, you, you can't. Don't avoid them. Just go. You know, go. They had their chance. They lived a good life. 
1-800-283-101.5. I had, um, uh, I was driving to work one day in Philadelphia and I saw a dog on the road and I saw the dog get hit, but this, when I stopped looking, the dog was stumbling. So in my mind, the dog made it to the other side. Uh, also, I mean, I've, I've hit deer, uh, but I've never had one like die in front of me. Right? I've never one like hit one where, oh my God, there's the deer dying and I should do something about it. They just pretty much took off. And uh, I, that's the, I mean, if you're going to hit some of the best case scenario, they take off into the woods because then, you know, you tell yourself, well, he's, once they get to the woods, you know, it's like home base and hide and seek. Once they get to the woods, everything is okay. That's where the, uh, the cure is. Uh, what's that song? Quantanamera. Uh, I heard somebody, the, the guy that sings it, translates it, and he talks about how he compares his love to a wounded animal crawling off into the comfort of the woods to die. And I'm thinking, how the hell could the woods make you comfortable? I tried to imagine that in my head. But 1-800-283-101.5. Have you ever hit an animal? And uh, how did it turn out for you? Did you ever hit an animal? Yeah, in fact, when I was working in uh, North Jersey, actually, the animal hit me. I must have been in the path of this deer that was just prancing across the street and glanced off me, and the cop was like, yeah, he's down the block, he's fine. He's fine, he's, <laughs> he's hanging out. He actually wants to talk to you about, yeah. about what you were doing in the road. You know? He wants to change insurance cards, <laughs> yeah. so who represents you. It's 7.30. Now the latest... 25, Steve Trevelis. Reverend Bob Levy's coming in the studio about 9 o'clock. He's opened a new comedy club with uh, Saturday Night Live alumnus Kevin Brennan. It's on NJ1015.com. Have you ever run over an animal in New Jersey? Kylie Moore posted a piece on NJ1015.com uh, about a guy who kind of, I'm not sure if he, uh, if it's a real deer he's got strapped to the back of his car with a sign that says roadkill deer or a fake deer. But either way, who the hell would do that? So have you ever ran over an animal? What was the animal? Uh, what happened? But what happened to the animal? What did you do? Did you uh, take it away? Did you uh, leave it for dead? Did you just get the hell out of there? 1-800-283-101.5. Uh, Joe's in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Joe. Hey, how you doing, brother? Good, buddy. How are you? All right, man. On the parkway, driving south, but... Uh... Back in 2016, right. coming from Tuckerton up to Tom's River. Right. Around this time of the year, uh, 11 o'clock at night, a big, big deer hit the side of my side passenger door of my car. Oh, man. Flew over my car onto the northbound, excuse me, southbound side of the parkway. Right. And caused a tremendous accident. I mean, you know, it was, it was, it was broken apart into smithereens. Oh, God. Uh, so it literally flew. I mean, it must have been, what, six, seven lanes if you had to, you know, count. Because I was on the right side of the parkway. Right. Uh, going north. And it was just, uh, it was scary, you know. And I, I pulled over, called the state police, make sure nobody got hurt because it was a, looked like a bad accident. But uh, Was everybody okay? Uh, you know, uh, yeah, no, no injuries as far as I uh, as far as I knew. But you know, I was shooken up, and uh, uh, but the, you know, the, the deer wasn't obviously. No, the deer didn't make it, right? Uh, oh man, the deer didn't make it, not even close. What but, a! Uh, I remember it was a white pickup truck. It was, uh -huh. uh, it was just it was a surreal moment, you know. Now, what happened to the truck? 
Well, they, they, it crashed head on uh, or right on top of the hood of the truck. Uh-huh. The, the, the truck, you know, from what I saw, kind of veered off and went into the uh, embankment on the side. But, uh, you know, I was on the complete opposite side. Wow. Just the cop told me after uh, after it happened that the, the truck was smashed up, but, uh, you know, no injuries or anything. You will never so forget thought, that. You know, for sure. No, man, it was so, you know, even thinking about it now, it's just, uh, you get chills, you know. Yeah. If it was during really sort of, you know, traffic, bad traffic time, it would have been much worse, yeah. you know, and, and you could, hour or something. After all these years, you could still tell the story so graphically about that. Oh, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was amazing, you know. But, uh, 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 so, but it was a big, big deer. Ran right into the damn car, you know. Wow, you feel like they would see something by then. Joe, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Are you, what are they looking at? Frank is in Scotch Plains on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Frank. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How about uh, you? All right. A couple of years ago, I was in a... I was in a car with my wife, and she's an animal lover. Right. And, and I hit a skunk. Is she still an animal lover? <laughs> no. I, she she had me stop the car. I said, leave it alone. She, oh, no. And she, she goes out to the skunk, and it's it's still still alive. It's just unconscious. I just swipe, swipe it. Right. And she calls the bed on the phone. I says, just leave it alone. And she says, no, no, she's an animal lover. And, I got no heat in my car. I'm freezing my. I'm freezing. She took the skunk in the car. Yeah, yeah she, oh she called. The, she called the vet, and the vet said, "Keep it warm and bring it over to his office." And I said, "Just leave it." Weren't you afraid it would spray the car? Uh, yeah, but, uh, I was. You know, I had no heat in my car in the first place. It was a winter night, right. snowing. I oh. said, ju- "I said, just leave it." And she says, "Well, he said to keep it warm, but how are you going to keep it warm?" You know, there's no heat. I said, well, just put it under your dress. And she said, what about the smell? I said, well, hold its nose. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> uh, I would never. You know what? Skunk, all bets are off. That's it. Scott, you know what? You're, you're, you're going to die, skunk. <laughs> what can I tell you? Uh, Heather is in Brick on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Heather. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Mine's not quite as eventful, but... Uh, it was around the holiday season, and I'm driving to work. Right. And you know how the squirrels kind of run out in the middle of the road, and you kind of think you know which way they're going? They don't even know which way well, they're going. Well, you went the opposite way. That's so what I mean. That whack and then that little thud uh-huh. you know, as you go over. Oh, no. And I, I, I knew it was just a done deal, and I, I lost it. I, You know, it was a holiday season, and I'm thinking these baby squirrels are at home, and the mom's squirrels. Oh, God, home. really? A, a squirrel, Miss Carol. A squirrel, a squirrel Christmas so, Carol. Yeah, so I go into work, and, of course, you know, I work with nurses, and we're all talking, and I'm crying because I'm telling them what just happened to the squirrel. So for weeks after that, my computer screen, my parking spot, they had flat squirrel pictures taped up every time I came in in the morning. You can never watch Rocky and Bullwinkle again. I can never recover. Oh, man. That's funny. That's funny. Moose and squirrel. Let's go through. Uh, Bill is in Egg Harbor on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Bill. Hey, Steve. How you doing, man? I'm good. How about you? Uh, I'm all right. Uh, listen, I've been working and I've been doing, I do collision work for a living. Right. And one thing I'll say is that the deer have kept us gainfully employed. Oh yeah. You should uh, have them on the payroll. Especially, yeah. Especially since COVID and you know, and the, the hunters haven't been hunting them and they're, they're running amok in our small Southern town. 
But uh, probably the most disgusting deer story I have is uh, a car that I had a, a hand in, in totaling. It was a beautiful new Cadillac that was traveling on 206. A uh, semi headed in the opposite direction, hit a large deer, and proceeded Ooh. to remove the legs. It turned the deer into a large rolling ball of meat. Uh, the deer, deer loaf. to go underneath. The deer proceeded to go underneath this guy's brand new Cadillac. Oh my God! And 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 pop like a like a like a water balloon. Mm-hmm. And it was a it was a shame. It was a beautiful car. They told it. The insurance company totaled the car because you couldn't get the stink out. Did you ever like when you when these cars get totaled? Were you ever able to grab one and bring it back to life, restore it? Oh well, yeah, you can you can fix anything. I mean, yeah. I don't know what happened to that Cadillac, but listen, not for nothing. I don't I don't want to give anybody any bad ideas, but I've known a few people to keep a bag of deer hair in their glove box just in case they have an uh oh that's not necessarily deer related. Ah, but you know, but we we better keep that between ourselves, though. But thanks for the call, Bill, to New Jersey 101.5. See what you learn on this show. We are helping people any possible way that we can. Uh, Steve Trevelace, you versus the animal. What happened? Did you ever hit an animal in New Jersey? What happened? What happened to you? What happened to the animal? Or anywhere? Uh, fall is here. That means cooler weather. It also means those nagging pains can be even worse. And now is the time to do something about it. Call my friends at Trinity Rehab. Trinity Rehab will have you back to doing what you want or need to do with no pain. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions, and no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like the newest ones in Clark, Flemington, and Woodcliffe Lake, so you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. Jersey Radio. Jersey 101.5, an all-American Subaru at the annual Petapalooza. I'll be there. Bring your family to All-American Subaru in Old Bridge on Saturday, October 22nd at 11 a.m. You can adopt a furry best friend or enter our cutest pet contest to win frighteningly awesome prizes. Visit nj1015.com for details and shop All-American Subaru. Com. Saturday, October 22nd, starting at 11 a.m., the Halloween Petapalooza with All-American Subaru and New Jersey 101.5. Steve Trevelis. All right, so uh, Kylie put this post up. Uh, this guy uh, has a kind of makeshift deer on the back of his car strapped to the back with a sign uh, on the car that says uh, uh, deer roadkill. Uh, roadkill deer. I'm not sure. This doesn't look like a real deer. This looks like kind of a phony, a faux deer. Because the guy's got a roof rack, but the deer ain't on the roof rack. It's strapped to the back of the car. Why anybody would do this, beyond me. Uh, but have you ever hit an animal or hit a deer? And what did you do? Would you actually, uh, uh, you know, hit the deer and then take the animal and try to save it? Take the animal away? Strap it to the back of your car? 1-800-283-101.5. Tell me your story. Rich is on Route 18 on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Rich. Hi, Steve. How are you? Good. How you doing, pal? First, time, first Good. First time caller. Welcome. So about five years ago, I'm up in Massachusetts. It was around dusk. Uh, my girlfriend and her daughter and somewhere in the car. And out of no, and believe me, when I say out of nowhere, bear. A bear? A bear. Oh, man. Crossed, 
the left from the left. Mm-hmm. I hit the brakes. I hit the bear. The bear like stumbled and and then went took off. I did have some damage to my car, so I right. called the police and Massachusetts State Police came, uh, did the report, and then my girlfriend's daughter said, uh, "Are you going to see if the bear is okay?" And the trooper looked at her with a deadpan. It was funny. No, young lady, we do not chase bears into the woods. <laughs> like because we may catch them, and that would not be pretty for either one of us. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a great story. Rich, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Um, I hit a raccoon once, and uh, but I'm lucky that like whenever I did hit anything, I I keep going because uh, I look in the rearview mirror, and if I don't see anything, then I, I think I figure he made it. He got out. He got okay. Uh, but have you ever had a situation where you uh, ran over an animal? What happened? What What would you do, or what did you do? You got to be careful. If you're going back there, and uh, you want to make sure the animal's okay, the animal has no idea. He's stunned. He don't know what's going on. So he may lunge. He may react. He may react violently. So you got to be really, really careful, you know, especially when it comes to deer. They're bigger than you, and uh, you don't know what they're going to do. 1-800-283-101.5. There's a good question, too. Has anyone ever tried to save an animal and the animal didn't want to be saved? Or maybe the animal didn't understand he was being saved. Uh, Did you then have to decide to save yourself? 1-800-283-101.5, because that can happen very easily. You know, the the animal's stunned, doesn't get its bearings, and there's people, you know, trying to pet it, trying to grab it, and they're like, you know, WTF, and they turn around and react. Anything like that ever happened to you? 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis here. When I needed windows for my home, I called East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows. Not only have they been in business providing the best customer service in New Jersey for over 40 years, but they also provide the best financing with no payments for two whole years. I highly recommend you call East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows at 908-381-0066 for your exterior home renovation. You can also go to eastcoastroofing.com backslash roof giveaway to nominate someone from your community to win a free roof. Not New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Trevelis. We're talking. We're talking till 11 o'clock tonight. All things Jersey on New Jersey 101.5. Go to nj1015.com Reverend Bob Levy Open the comedy club. He's going to be coming in here in about an hour. We'll talk about what happened at Uncle Vinny's. Uh, did you ever write a letter to a celebrity and uh, have it answered? We'll talk about that. Uh, you got I got to tell you about a, a centerpiece uh, that went on a wedding cake uh, that you're just going to love. Um, and uh, something else that happened uh, at a bar. Uh, over, uh, over, over on the other side, we'll discuss that as well. But for right now, we were talking about this the last hour, uh, and this is uh, roadkill. Have you ever run over something? What happened? What happened to the animal? What happened to you? See, that's or I could say, what happened to you? What happened to the animal? Some people worry about the animal more than they worry about themselves. You know, you got to save yourself in that situation. 
becomes the swerving and you could actually hurt yourself or somebody else, the animal's going to have to bite it. What are you going to do? But what did you do if that ever happened to you? There's a post that Kylie Moore wrote that's got uh, a car that she saw while driving and uh, strapped to the back of the car is some kind of makeshift deer with a sign that says roadkill deer. Doesn't look like it's real. Not really sure if I'm trying to figure it out or looking at it, but still. Have you, would, you, would you do that? Have you ever tried to save the animal? How did it work out for you? 1-800-283-101.5. Tom is on 195 on New Jersey 101.5. Thanks for waiting, Tom. Hey, Steve. Uh, this isn't about me. It's about my veterinarian. Okay. She saw a deer get hit. So her and the fellow that hit the deer loaded it into a big dog crate in her van. The, the deer was still alive. Right. She took it home, nursed it back to health. So her and one of her also not too bright friends take this thing out to a field and let it loose. Right. Run, run free, little deer. So what happened? Yeah, well, little deer ran in a giant circle, came back at about 50 mile an hour or whatever their top speed is. Right. And if her friend hadn't pushed her out of the way, this thing would have killed her. Oh, my God. So what ended up happening? Did it finally take off and run away? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, once it missed her the first time, it kept going. Yeah, then he's all right, I'm done with this. That, that must have been the deer's way of saying thank you. Yeah, saying thank you. Right, the buck stopped oh, there. But- but he, the buck actually didn't stop there. It kept going. It almost no, it kept did. going. You're right. It did. Yeah. Uh, question. Yeah. Did you did you watch the Phillies game today? Oh my God! Could you believe that? Uh, you know what? Uh, they're on a tear. I mean, they sweep uh, so St. Louis, and now they beat the, the Phillies, and they beat the Braves. You found the channel, right? Well, what happened was uh, I did not watch the Phillies. I listened to it on the radio again. What channel was it on? It had to be on TBS, Uh, right? Fox 29. Oh, it was on 29? Yeah, and tomorrow at 4.30 on Fox 29. On Fox 29. I'm glad at least they put the game out there so that everybody could see it. You don't force you to pay for (laughs) it. Well, I do most of it because I I work all night. Right. I know the feeling. (laughs) I caught the last uh, inning. Uh-huh. I, I just can't believe they actually won that game. I, I figured they were going to give it up. Yeah, but you know what? These are these are not your father's Phillies. Tom, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Nor are they your father's Giants, apparently. 1-800-283-101.5. So like I was saying, okay, uh, imagine driving down the road, and in front of you, you see a car with a makeshift deer strapped to the back and a sign that says roadkill deer. And I'm not even sure if they're trying if it's an advertisement. I don't know. Maybe they, there's somebody called last hour and said, you know, there was an older couple in Stockton that used to get paid to take the deer off the road and throw them in the woods. Maybe they're recruiting. I don't know. I don't get the idea. Like, if, you, if you're driving the car, if you know who's driving this car, it's a little... Uh, I can't tell what it is. Maybe it's um, what you, maybe it's a mini or something like that. But on the back, strapped to the back of the car. So I can't imagine, like, has anyone ever hit an animal, gone out to see how the animal was, or tried to save the animal? Like, we just heard the story. Trying to save the deer. Next thing you know, the deer comes back and almost kills her. Not a good idea if that's going to happen to you. 
1-800-283-101.5. I hit uh, a couple. I've got, I hit a couple of deer in my life. And fortunately, I've never had a situation where I had to worry about like a wounded animal or worry about like an animal uh, that I actually hit and killed. What would you do or what have you done? Do you just keep going? Do you, uh, I mean, do you try to go over and like push the animal off to its side, but you don't know if they're really dead? And what do you do if the animal attacks you? Which more than likely, if it's alive, it's going to do, right? 1-800-283-101.5. Really hate to mess up your day, Mr. Deer. But what do you want me to do? 1-800-283-101.5. Doesn't even have to be deer. You know, it could be like we have someone call earlier with a squirrel. We have someone call earlier with a skunk. Oh, my God. So many animals in New Jersey that all like to play on the roads when you're driving. So every now and then it's very, very possible that uh, you may end up, uh, you know, swatting one. Do you, uh, at that point, do you go chase the animal? Do you go find out what's going on? Are you like, hey, cycle of life, kiddo. 1-800-283-101.5. You know, the idea of uh, the roadkill, yeah, I guess maybe it's just a PSA message. It uh, was legitimately unclear whether the deer was real or if it was a quiet, a quirky decoration, says Kylie. If I'm being honest, this wouldn't be as stupid headlight as uh, headlight la- eyelashes or truck nuts. I had eyelashes. I had a Volkswagen Beetle, and I put, like, Groucho eyes on it. Uh, but why not? It looked legit, but there was no blood, orange paint, or broken bones there, like you would expect from a random roadkill find. So we really don't know what this is. 1-800-283-101.5. But it doesn't really matter. What matters is, you, have you ever driven down the road and hit an animal or seen an animal get hit? What happened? Did the animal make it? Did you get to watch it die? And uh, would you have you ever swerved to avoid an animal and gotten in an accident of your own? 1-800-283-101.5. You know, if there was an accident you could take back, what would that be? Probably the one like this. You know, the one where you really don't know what's going on. It looked legit. No blood, no orange paint, no broken bones. Like you would expect to find in a random roadkill. But if this was, says Kylie, a real dead deer, and the driver was clearing the body from the road as a public service... Why didn't they have a way to transport the deer carcasses that can handle more than one deer at a time? It's a very good question. If anybody knows, like, what happens? You know, is there, there, I guess, animal control comes out? And do they give them to homeless shelters? I'd heard that. I heard that, like, they will take the roadkill. They will take, like, you know, fresh roadkill or whatever and give it to the homeless shelters. And then they would cook it up. I could be wrong, but I'm just saying that's what I heard. 1-800-283-101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. If you're in a homeless shelter, you see venison on the menu. That did not come from the Acme. 
If you've been thinking about adding a pet to your family, perhaps a pet deer, my friends at Pet Center and Oldbridge know exactly how to match you with the perfect pet. They have a large selection of quality puppies from USDA licensed and inspected breeders. When you bring home a Pet Center puppy, you get the most comprehensive guarantees in the market, up-to-date vaccines, five generations of pedigree, and a complete homecoming kit. They have a large selection of small animals, reptiles, birds, and tropical fish. Visit them at the shops at Oldbridge on Route 9 or at PetCenterNJ.com today. This past 1.5, the Baja Marimba Band, New Jersey 101.5. You're seeing the streets. How about that? Join me at Pet Center in the shops at Old Bridge at 1 p.m. this Saturday for the Halloween Cutest Pet Contest. Bring the family and your pet for a chance to win hundreds of dollars in prizes. Look for the New Jersey 101.5 Big Yellow Van. I will see you on Saturday, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. What a beautiful place. Uh, all right. Uh, 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. Uh, we're talking about, have you ever uh, run over an animal in New Jersey? What happened to the animal? What happened to you? You know, it doesn't have to be in that order. Did you get out of the car, try to save it? Did you just figure, I'm going to keep going, hoping that the animal uh, was going to fend for itself and make it? Did the animal make it? 1-800-283-101.5. But what about you? Of course. There's a guy driving along the road. He's got a a replica of a dead deer. It looks like a replica of a dead deer on the back of his car. We see the deer signs and everything, but there's a little car strapped to the back of it, and it says roadkill deer. I think it's a Halloween prank, although Halloween is weeks away. But what do you think? Let's go to Wayne in Mount Holly on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Wayne. Hi, how you doing? Good. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. So what's up? Okay, uh, back in 1969 uh, on Route 22 in North Plainfield, uh, I hit eight, well, actually the deer hit me in, in the hood of my uh, Mercury Marquis, which weighed about 6,000 pounds, and it died. Uh, the deer died, died or, the, or the Marquis died? Both. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? Both. Yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a big six-point bucket folded up the front end of that marquee like it was made of paper mache. Oh, my God. And two guys came down to the uh, gas station and dragged it off. Now, a year to the day, in the same exact spot, no deer warnings or anything on Route 22. Right. Uh, a deer ran into me on, on the side of my uh, LTD, uh, smaller than the marquee. And smashed the door in and hit me. Is that the biggest car out there? It hit the, it hit the car so hard and got up and ran away. You see that? They, they have tremendous resiliency, the deer. And, That's and what happens. Like it hit me from the side. It, it, was, it was such an impact. Yeah, and they're so big and clumsy, they don't even know what they're doing. And afterwards, you yeah. see them staggering around. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I looked over over the broken glass in my, in my uh, side window. I saw the thing stand up. Jump over the divider and run off into the woods. Wow. I don't know how the hell it did it. <laughs> wow. Very, very carefully is how the hell it did it. Wayne, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1 800 283 101.5. I don't understand why anybody would feel the need to uh, put a phony deer on the back of their car. You know this thing is makeshift and it's not real. But have you ever gotten in a situation where you had to hit an animal? And what happened? 
Or if you run over the animal, did it turn around and run away from you or run back into the woods? Pete is in Ewing. Wow, you're a regular caller again. You're back in La Familia. I know you missed me, but I'm stuck in Ewing, pal. the same. So but what's up? Um, I, I really have a couple, and I could do it quick. Uh, when I was like um, 10 or 9 years old, I was mowing the lawn with the push mower at my grandmother's. And right. she lived in uh, Forked River. And I'm pushing the mower along the, the, you know, the edge of the house. And next thing I see is three baby bunnies shoot out the side of it. I felt of the mower. Oh, out of the mower, man! Oh, yeah. dude, now yeah. you run every everybody's like driving off the road. Oh uh-huh. man! Let's see, when I was eighteen, talk about rabbit stew. Oh my goodness! Um, then they weren't lucky rabbit feet. Yeah, anyway, all right. um, so we were at the shore, and um, we're driving across this bridge. I can't remember exactly what shore town it was. But this bird, uh-huh. kind of like a suicidal squirrel, just lands right in front of the car. Right. It's like the size of a pelican. Uh-huh. And all you see as we're driving and running it right over, its head, you know, just, just you know, bent over the hood of the car, looking at us like, thank you, because that it was a suicidal act this bird just did. Save this life. Pete, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Francisco is in Asbury on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Francisco. Hey, what's going on? You are. Tell me your story. So um, this is a few months ago. I was in my white E46 M3. Right. It was about 1030 at night. Right. Um, You know, I'm going around a turn. I'd say I'm doing about like 50. And uh, all of a sudden, I see a deer on the left side of the road, so I slow down to about, like, 30, right? Right. And as I'm staring at that deer, a deer comes across from the other side of the road, and I don't see him. I hit him right, like, dead on in front of my car. So what happened? Yep. My bumper flew off into the middle of the road, and I stepped out, and I had a huge dent in my hood. Uh, I was pretty, uh, you know, upset upset at first. Of course. And what happened to the deer? The deer ran off. Um, I don't know. Laughing. Yeah. Ran to the Um, other car, told the story, had a good laugh over it. That's why we hate deer. (laughs) Did that high five thing like on the insurance commercial where they're in the woods just high fiving each other? You know, that's that's just where they are. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. They're no good, Francisco. You see Bambi now. When you were a kid, you saw Bambi, you felt sad. After you hit a deer on a Jersey road, you see Bambi, you put a big smile on your face. Eh, eh, eh. Go yeah. again. <laughs> Go exactly. again. Thanks for the call. Amy is in New Hope on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Amy. Hi, how you doing? I'm good, you? Good. Not so good for the deer. No? So I'm driving along. I've got a little Miata. In the morning, I had a premonition I was going to hit a deer, so I guess it decided to come through, and this deer decided to try to jump over my car. Really? And I saw it slid right across my my windshield. What kind of car do you have? And go on the uh, Miata. Oh, God. You could jump over. Convertible Miata. Uh-huh. That was the one story I had. And 45 years earlier, right. we're driving along a motorcycle decides to pass us on the left-hand side. And in a flash, a deer jumped out. And literally, this motorcycle split the deer in two. Really? Yeah, saw this. The, the motorcycle bounced off the bike, landed on his feet, just chipped his uh, teeth and uh, brush burns, but the deer literally was in two. 
Unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. All right. Yeah. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Split the deer in two. That's a lot of venison. Yikes. Do they yeah. do that? Like, do they give the uh, the roadkill to the homeless people? I'd heard that. <laughs> do they? I don't know. Ven- I, well, I, I mean, fresh. I guess. Not, not I, like it's been there for a couple of days. I was going to say, I guess it depends on how it expired and how long it's been expired. Right. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I have no funny life for that. <laughs> it is 8.30. Now, the latest New Jersey... ...by the Council on Compulsive Gambling of New Jersey. Has betting taken the fun out of being a sports fan? If so, you may have a gambling problem. The Council on Compulsive Gambling of New Jersey can help you reclaim your life. Call 800-GAMBLER or visit 800GAMBLER.org now. Funny we should talk about gambling in a PSA. Because I want to talk about gambling as a topic. Uh, Michael Simons wrote this at NJ1015.com. New Jersey gambling addicts charged with crimes can get help, not jail. Now, you know, uh, sports betting has taken hold in New Jersey, and that's caused a lot of people to gamble more than they ever could or ever should. And uh, thus, we have a lot more uh, addiction gambling addicts in New Jersey. The criminal justice system as a fairly well-known drug court now referred to as Recovery Court. Uh, Artie Lang completed drug court, and we're very proud of that, and uh, he tweeted it out. A newer, less frequently used diversionary program for veterans, um, but they may be soon adding a gambling treatment diversion court. As the state expands the availability of gambling with things like sports betting and online gaming, but now considers a need to intervene with the resulting rise in people with gambling addiction. Well, this is what happens. Uh, gambling can have the same effects on the brain as drugs, says Lisa Nauer, a Rutgers University professor and director of its Center for Gambling Studies. In testimony before the state legislature, she recalled her time as a public defender meeting a compulsive gambler who went to prison for embezzling $300,000. She said there are a growing number of such crimes currently in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Murder, welfare fraud, drug dealing, embezzlement, uh, Nauer said. And in all these instances, the offenses resulted from the increasing narrow spiral of options available to individuals desperate desperate for money to gamble. Um, Now we're said about 5% of people wagering online place 75% of the bets. How about that? 18% of high-risk gamblers reported committing gambling-related crimes. 16% have thought about suicide. 13% attempted uh, it because of gambling. Nevada established the nation's first gambling diversion court. Its first presiding judge from 2018 through a retirement in 2020 was Judge Cheryl Moss, who grew up in Hackensack, Ridgewood, and Edison, and she's assisting with the development of the proposal in New Jersey. She said the program includes, includes treatment, drug testing, and financial and location monitoring. What happens is they're going to get restored to get jobs, pay back the restitution. That's part of the bill there to stay with their, stay with their families and stay out of trouble, basically. Uh, my question is this. You know, with drug addiction, the person getting hurt is the person taking the drugs, With gambling addiction, there are so many more people getting hurt here. Crimes are being committed. If you're stealing, you're stealing from somebody. If you're murdering, you're killing somebody, uh, which was mentioned in the article. Uh, If you're embezzling, committing fraud, these are all crimes. So if you make it easier to commit the crime, 
And by not punishing the crime or, you know, coming up with gambling court, are you helping or are you enabling? You know, I get the idea, okay, this person has an addiction. We need to deal with the addiction. But by the same token, there are laws in New Jersey. So you don't want, you don't want to have like, okay, well, you're going to get out of it because you're a gambler. You say, well, if I do this, I could go to jail. No, nah, I'll just go to a gambling court. I mean, how do you feel about this? 1-800-283-101.5. And I'm not trying, I don't lack any sympathy for, for anyone who's addicted to gambling. I know people who are addicted to gambling. You know people who are addicted to gambling. It's a major problem. But is this the way to solve it? Are you making it easier if someone's going to commit the crime, thinking to themselves, well, if worse, in a worst case, I won't go to jail for this. I'll go to gambling court. Or am I completely off base? Because that's what I thought when I saw this. Well, wait a minute. You still have the crime. People are still getting hurt because of your addiction. Is there responsibility more than restitution? We have laws in New Jersey. And do we have exceptions of those laws based on what you're going through at that time? As far as drugs go, I mean, you know what? You're hurting yourself with drugs. If they took away all the drug laws, I wouldn't have a problem with it. You know, now marijuana is legal. Gambling is now legal. Gambling addiction is the byproduct of gambling. Crime is a byproduct of gambling addiction, but crime is against the law. Do we make exceptions for the criminal? Because if you're, you are committing a crime, and maybe if that, were, if that punishment were still there, a person may not commit the crime. Maybe you can get treatment, you can get the help you need, while serving time. I'm not, I'm not trying to be cold here. I'm just trying to be logical. Or looking at it from both sides. What do you think? 1-800-283-101.5. If you're dealing with a gambling addiction, give me a call. Tell me what you're going through. You know, tell everybody. 1-800-283-101.5. But how do you feel about this idea? How do you feel about a, uh, you know, gambling addict's charged with crimes, uh, not having to go to jail. Should that be? Is that a help or is that enabling? 1-800-283-101.5. The Michael Simons articles on nj1015.com. Felicia Gordon is the executive director of the Council on Compulsive Gambling of New Jersey. Said gambling addiction is a problem that's growing on ga- as gaming expands. This is an issue of equal importance as drug and alcohol, but it's a silent, hidden addiction that people are not recognizing. And it isn't recognized till it's too late. Uh, she wants to build change to give the council an official role in the recovery court program should it go forward. We should be working to destigmatize and ensure that we have supported services in place for folks suffering from a gambling disorder. So if you've got a gambling disorder... Should you be, could you be treated while incarcerated? 1-800-283-101.5. And the only reason I say that is if, you, if people feel that they're not going to, you know, that there's going to be an easy way out if they commit a crime, would that stop them from committing the crime? Your thoughts.
1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about gambling court? This is the last week you can win up to $30,000 on New Jersey 101.5. Listen, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. with Jersey Cash Code. Every hour, there's a new code to win up to $30,000. Details and rules are on nj1015.com. Don't miss out. It's the last week of the Jersey Cash Codes contest. Play today and win up to $30,000 on New Jersey 101.5. Steve Trevelis, Rev. Bob Levy coming up at 9 o'clock. Uh, we'll talk about what happened in Uncle Vinny's last week. Uh, New Jersey gambling addicts charged with crimes could get help, not jail. How do you feel about gambling court? Ralph is in Carteret on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Ralph. Hey, what's going on, Trev? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Great. Hey, what I've got to say is that who really cares of what's going to be happening? Because the weed, right? The marijuana, all that thing's illegal. You want to screw your heads up, go ahead for it. This marijuana now, you want to screw your heads up, go, go. All right? They, so, so, what they, so by these, um, so by the gambling, the same thing. You want to screw yourself up, you want to come addicted, go for it. The government doesn't give, you know, they, but, they don't care. But nobody wants to become addicted. Addiction is something that happens when you do too much of something. You know, just like this drug addiction is gambling addiction. But the thing is, like, if you're but, saying you can, you know, if you, if you make it available that if you steal, if you embezzle, if you commit crimes, you won't, in, in the name of your habit, in the name of your addiction, you won't have to go to jail. Is that something that's going to prevent someone from committing the crime? No. That's my point. Because if someone, if someone has addiction to, let's say, smoke marijuana or smoke something else right. or, or do something, if you, can, you can't stop that guy. No, they no, I get, I get that. Jail. Yeah. I get that, but you can help them while they're, you know, you can help them while they're incarcerated. You could help them while, say, look, here's the program. It may be a shorter sentence, whatever. We're going to get you help. But, I mean, that's the only downside to this. I'm all for helping people. I'm all for recovery. I'm all for, you know, helping people deal with addiction. I just question the fact that if you take away the punishment do you and make it easier to commit the crime, would more people be inclined to commit the crime, figuring they're not going to get in any trouble? You see? Yeah. All right, Ralph, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. All right, so uh, Reverend Bob Levy's coming in. Eric Potts is here. Uh, so gambling gambling addiction. Now that we have, gam- we have gambling in New Jersey, we have legalized sports betting in New Jersey, we have more and more gambling addiction. So gambling, gambling court, kind of like drug court, uh, where they have... Uh, Rehab, recovery court is what they call it. So if you do this for gambling and, you know, you're basically saying if you commit crimes, uh, if you steal, other people get hurt when it comes to stealing. I'm looking at this line here, murder, welfare, fraud, drug dealing, embezzlement. And in all these instances, the offenses resulted from increasing narrow spiral of options available to individuals desperate for money to gamble. So if you take away the penalty, so I'm going to put you in gambling court. We're going to put you in rehab. Does that, you know, does that make it easier for someone to commit the crime knowing that they're not going to have thinking they're not going to go to jail? In their mind, they're going to think rehab would be easier. 
And I don't know. If you're dealing with a gambling addiction, let me know. And my heart goes out to anyone with a gambling addiction. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying throw away the key, throw them in jail or whatever. I'm just saying if you remove the punishment, do you make it easier to commit the crime? 1-800-283-101.5. Noah said 5% of people wagering online play 75% of the bets. So it is a select few. She said 18% of high-risk gamblers reported committing gambling-related crimes. 16% have thought about suicide. 13 attempted it because of gambling. That's why we need rehab. Nevada, I'm sorry, Noah said, uh, established the nation's first gambling division court. Nevada did. Now they want to bring it to New Jersey. What happens is they're going to be restored to get jobs, pay back their restitution. That's part of the bill there. To stay with the families and stay out of trouble, basically. Can that actually be done? All right, coming up, Reverend Bob Levy, Eric Potts, new comedy club in Vineland, and what happened in Point Pleasant? Weekday mornings, share your first... It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. 1-800-283-101.5, getting you through the night, Steve Trevelis. And uh, also getting you through the night, my good friend, Reverend Bob Levy, is in the house. My God, it has been so long. It's been too long. Good to see you, buddy. Oh, same here. The times we have had in the studio. Oh, yeah. Right? The time where Artie Lang went into rehab, you were sitting right next to him. It was amazing. It was. It was a great time. It didn't last long. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing great but now. But he's doing he's great doing, now, and that's the absolutely. whole thing. It's the end that the end game of mm-hmm. uh, addiction that works, you know? Yeah. And you were the one that got me into rehab. If it wasn't for that, I may not even be alive right now. Get a room, you two. Not a challenge. Shut up. <laughs> Eric Potts is in the house. The love fest. Well, I'll turn his mic off. What rooms are around here? <laughs> yeah, really. What do we got? <laughs> what do we got? You want two beds? We're just going to put Sales has got cubicles down there. <laughs> oh, really? Look at this. It saved me $38. See that? <laughs> and on top of that, man, you mm-hmm. opened the comedy club down in Vineland. Vineland, yeah. People say, why Vineland? I go, why not? You know, why shouldn't people have somewhere great to go see shows, bands at, at the uh, Atlantis Theater. And it, it's just great. You don't have to go to Atlantic City. You don't have to go to Philly. You know, you, you don't have to get stabbed. It's a great yeah. venue. It's beautiful. It venue. is. And uh, it's great. We do it every Saturday now at uh, 8.30. Right. You're here. This, you're at the, I'll be there this weekend, right? Yeah, with Eric McMahon. And, He's uh, great, Eric. I, I remember I, him I lo- from years ago. I love Eric, yeah. yeah. So it, it's fun. We're having a good time. Uh, the owners are great there that have the theater and everything. They're just like, it, they get what we're trying to do. We get what they're trying to do. And it's just going to work good. Well, you know, you Vineland is a really cool town because it's. I know, like from the times I've been there before, mm-hmm. everybody in the town. It's it's like a big community, yeah. and they stay in the town, and this is what they do. And you consistently put on good shows. They'll come every weekend. Yeah, you know, they'll support it, and they want to support it. It's uh, it, it's a great place to do a comedy club, and you know, it's great about you. You're gonna you or Kevin. Saturday Night Live alumni and a Howard Stern alumni yeah. get together and open a comedy club. How could it not work? Sounds like a movie. You guys should make a movie. Yeah. yeah. A buddy cop movie. Who, who would play Bob? <laughs> Probably me. I'm the only guy old enough. <laughs> so, so now, how did you guys come together to do this? We've been working. I've been doing this podcast for a few years, uh, Misery Loves Company, uh-huh. on Patreon. And it's just like I haven't... 
work with somebody like him in a long time, and it's amazing. And he, he's an unbelievable stand-up too. He's like, you know, he's radio. done everything. Well, that's what it like is. you, yeah. Radio. When you see someone that could do radio like it's supposed to be, it's it's an amazing feeling to to be like that. Like Anthony Comey is like that, mm-hmm. and we're just having fun again. Yeah, and you know what? It's uh, you, you notice how he didn't say Steve Trevelyan oh, like I, that. I like that. Yeah, I want to turn your mic off. <laughs> see, that what are we doing with this guy? Yeah. See, I, that's, I'm right. just here to poke poke the horns. Oh, that's he's it. here to poke the horns. So, uh, so now, uh, now some of the yaks that you've got coming in. Who we got coming up in the club? Uh, basically, we have this week. Is that I have? Uh, let me think. I, it's hard to think. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you got to go to the website, CaseyRays.com. I mean, we're booked through. I got the legendary Wid coming in with Cancel. Who, oh, he's amazing. I love them. Uh, Davin uh, Rosenblatt's coming in. Uh-huh. Uh, I got uh, That's an Asian Mike Morse coming in. Oh, uh, Morse from MTV. Uh, and uh, and Phil Selman's going to open for that. We got a uh-huh. few other. You know, it's it's really solid. It, it's going to be solid acts that are coming in. And, and we'll, one, either you or Kevin are going to be on every show. Yeah. So you're guaranteed, no matter what, you're going to get a quality show. Yeah. You know, yeah. some comedy clubs, it's like they put three horrible guys on or three mm-hmm. average guys or whatever. And uh, sometimes, like, you got to wait a while before you can laugh. You shouldn't have to wait. Yeah. You know, I don't want nobody to wait. That's not the reason. You know, it's not. I'd rather, you know, I'd rather lose money than make money for the wrong reason. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's not how you do a business. You know, you have to put out the best product. Otherwise,. You know, people people know that. You know, they exactly. can tell when a mozzarella stick ain't right at a deli <laughs> or a diner, and they're like, hey, "This is different." Like, well, we went a little. Of course, you went cheaper. You can't go cheaper. No, people no, you deserve, can't. People deserve what they pay for. So uh, last week in Uncle Vinny's. You saw what happened Saturday night. Right? Yeah. By the way, can I, you can you have someone throw a can of beer at me while I'm on stage so I can get booked on Kimmel? It's unbelievable that people are getting gigs like that. You know what I mean? It's like, it, I okay, I had a guy break a bottle in California, come up to try to stab me with it, and I kicked him in the chest. I didn't get no special. No special, no, no special, nothing, right? You know? Right, because I'm a hero. Right. I, I, got I got smacked. I didn't get a special. No, I didn't get a, never got a, red buttons, never <laughs> yeah. got a dinner. Never got a special. I never mean, got nothing. I, People are just out of their minds uh, about, you know, who they vote for, the COVID thing. They they can't, they're not ready to be with each other yet sometimes. And and you can see it. it it's amazing. And whoever threw that, a guy threw that can, that, that's a bad throw. Well, yeah. I mean, well, I, was he trying to, I think maybe he, he was, threw, he was throwing for the wall. Yeah. But, but again, you, you need to know your audience. You know, if you're going to yeah. go in there, you need to know that if you're in Ocean County, You've got a right-leaning audience. Yeah, but but regardless of if it's a right-leaning no audience, excuse or not, there's, to throw no excuse there's no excuse for what that person did. There's no excuse. Right? We, well, that goes you without saying. You get up and walk out if you're not happy. Yeah, with yeah somebody, exactly. You don't throw a can of beer. But everybody thinks it's okay to attack somebody. It's not. When it backfires on you, yep. it's going to be real bad. You know, it, They're like, going to press charges against this guy. Well, you know, you're just going right. to... Like, like the guy that came at me with a, with a bottle, it didn't end well for him. You right. know, and I finished the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, he tried to step. It didn't work well. You How know? do you do? Like when when that happens, mm-hmm. and you're on stage and you get heckled, and like you know, you gotta, you know, your job is there is to entertain people. Mm-hmm. Your job is to make them laugh. So yeah. something like that happens, and the room just goes silent. No. How do you get them back? You just continue. You have to continue. You have to. You cannot show. Uh, truthfully, you can't show fear. You know, and I, I wouldn't. 
if it was a guy comedian, they might have showed fear. Like, I, it's weird to say, but I think she handled it perfectly. I, you couldn't handle that any no. better than what she did. And I'm, and that for that, I'm glad you got a special from it mm-hmm. because you handled. Well, she it got well. Jimmy Kimmel. She got Jimmy Kimmel. She got Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Yeah. You know. That could have been the best career move ever. Yeah, I'm like, hopefully somebody takes a, throws a knife at me this week. <laughs> He's kidding. Not gonna no, no, okay. <laughs> Eric's already thinking. <laughs> if Eric throws a knife at me, then we both get a special. Yeah, yeah, yeah really, he'd miss. <laughs> he'd smother his brothers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one, and, and then you see what happened with Kevin Hart. I just, we just were talking about that on the way here. We heard it, we heard it on the way what in. What happened to we, Kevin Hart? I missed it. Well, somebody uh, started trouble at his show. Two people were smoking or something. That's as far as we got on it, you know. Right. And uh, Kevin Hart's short enough. He don't need it to make him smaller. They were dr- drunken disturbance disrupts Kevin's heart, Kevin Hart's show. Uh, that's every comedy club you go to, though, that happens. So it's just yeah. it's unbelievable that they're, it's getting called attention to. Everything's going to be new. There's stuff. always a drunk in the audience, whether they're they're just sitting there not laughing or they're heckling you. How about there's this? Always, How about always this? a drunk. Here's what, here's what the police statement said. Mm-hmm. The individuals actually caused such a disturbance, it caused the performer, Hart, to temporarily deviate from his stand-up routine. <laughs> Oh come on! Oh my every God! Show, every he show. had to deviate from his script. <laughs> yeah, he started juggling. <laughs> uh, I, they, they're just looking for a story. Yeah. You, you make it big, and then idiots see what it is. Then they go there and like, hey, I can do this. Yep. I can do whatever I want. Now yeah. you can't do whatever you want. No, you can't. At, at any at any venue, you at know. Flor- Florentine was talking about uh, how it happened to him doing, uh, you know, doing music. Yeah. And people were throwing things. People were chugging, you know, throwing beers and stuff. Because, you know, it, it's, you, it, you'd never do it. A crime is a crime, yeah. regardless. But you got somebody on stage, you know, your job as a comedian is to entertain and make you laugh. Mm-hmm. It's not about politics. Like a lot of people today, singers, Bruce, you know, yeah. they get up there, they want to pontificate. Uh, Amy Schumer. Yeah. You know, it's like they think that this show is a, a place to pontificate or to share their views. Yeah. Once you start going in that direction, now suddenly you're no longer a comedy show. No. Now suddenly you're a political people show. People want to go and listen to you, not be talked down to you. Right? Yeah. You know, and that's what a lot of people do, and there's no reason for that, you know? There's no reason. Just go there, have fun. If you got something else to say, go somewhere on, and talk about After that. the show. After the show, call the radio station. Yeah, well, I never, I never bring up politics because uh, that's the. Mo- I think that's the thing that sets people off the most. As yeah. soon as you mention politics, somebody's going off. It doesn't matter if it's left or right. Somebody's saying something. Mm-hmm. But by the same token, you know, if you're doing crowd work, yeah. you and you are the best. You are the freaking best at crowd work. You take your. I've seen you take your entire act and put it on the audience and turn it into a Q and A. And you're like, you're, you're like an artist with a paintbrush. You, you just do that coffee that comedy. Oh, yeah, that was, that was enti- so much fun. Yeah, your entire act. You would just ask the guy a question, bang with the, with the joke, bang. It makes you better. It makes you, when you do stuff like that, it makes your mind quicker. Like, we do a, stu- a show now called The Uncle Rico Show where we get clips of Stuttering John, uh-huh. and we make comments about what he is saying that is so out there and it's the funniest thing in the world and 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 you know i'm sure he's not happy about it but he's like the best character Mm -hmm. of something that is him that he doesn't know that it's him that is if he could play that character that is him he'd be a star right now 
It's creativity. Yeah. You know, it's just uh, it's just you know taking it to another level. It, but if you're gonna if you're gonna do crowd work, mm-hmm. then you need to have prepared comedy answers. If you're gonna ask, like the, I tell lawyers, you know, you'd say the same to a lawyer. A lawyer will never ask a question that he doesn't already know the answer, yeah. have the answer for. So if you're going to do crowd work, if you're going to ask a question, then you have to have in your mind, you have to have the prepared answer. You like, have to have the funny ready to go. You have to have, uh, you have to be ready in your mind. Like, you know, if, okay, I'm on tonight. There's no way I'm going to miss anything that they say back to me. I'm that quick tonight. Exactly. And that's when you do it. That's when it's, it's easy. And, and you're not going to miss whatever anybody, not set in your mind, just go. But if, if it's not, you better have it set up. Some people People do have it set up, and they do their show like that, and they're like, oh, that's amazing. He just made that up. No, he didn't. No, no, he made that up for years. Yeah, it's like, but it's like, it's an act. It's still an act, no matter the way you look at it or what. That's what's so great about comedy. There's so many ways you can go into a show that night by just watching the first two acts before you, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you're like, okay, they kind of like this. All right, I get Take it any way. I can take it any way I can get out of where I am or where they want to be. It's where they want to be that night. It's not where I want to be. That's I a good point. I can only take them as far as they want to go or what they're digging or whatever. I, I have to figure them out. They don't have to figure me out. Reverend Bob Levy in the house, 1-800-283-101.5. You've been thinking about adding a pet to your family. My friends at Pet Center and Old Bridge know exactly how to match you with the perfect pet. They have a large selection of quality puppies from USDA licensed and inspected breeders. When you bring home a Pet Center puppy, you get the most comprehensive guarantees in the market, up-to-date vaccines, five generations of pedigree, and a complete homecoming kit. They have a large selection of small animals, reptiles, birds, and tropical fish. Visit them in the shops at Old Bridge on Route 9 or at Pet Center and nj.com today want we want to get another dog you want another dog because we lost we, we lost one each year for the last three years it's oh, just it's horrible pet center we have pet center this weekend we're uh-huh. doing an appearance oh nice come on up yeah that'd be my day job before i get to the night job <laughs> i like it it's fast traffic 101.5 steve trevelis reverend bob levy caseyrays.com k-e-y-c-e rays.com is the new comedy club he and kevin brandon open a Howard Stern alumni and a Saturday Night Live alumni open a comedy club in Vineland. How could it not be great? Uh, seriously, how could it not be great? Eric Potts is here as well. Uh, his, uh, you said, I don't have a club upstairs anywhere. I don't have a club upstairs But we're going to get you into it, okay? <laughs> we're going to get you in. Somebody's got somebody's to cover the drinks, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's got to wash the dishes. Somebody's got to collect the tickets and collect see people. Collect the tickets yeah. and see people. That's my yeah. wife's job. That's really? Look at Gina's here. Look at that. Yeah. First time we actually got to meet tonight. You, you never met before? No. At the CFC years, I've seen her on social media. Oh, my God. I mean. Wish you guys happy anniversaries. And finally, we get to actually wow. meet. Wow. I didn't know. See that? Wow. It's been a long time. He saved uh, our marriage. marriage. Saved, saved, saved the saved marriage, marriage, too, right? You did it all. He did Those it all. And wow. yeah, me and Steve are getting a room tonight. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's it, the Ewing, the wow. Ewing thing, right? Yeah. The Ewing in. So, so here's what I want to know. You said, coming at it, before we went into mm-hmm. the break, you could only take the audience as far as they want to go. Yeah. And you have, ta- you have taken the audience to new heights. Yes. And when they used to go a lot farther, it seems, than they go now. Well, uh, it depends. You can do anything with them as long as it's funny. As long as it's entertaining, that's the that's the rule. That's that's the the rule that's always been there, but it's even more now. If you can't back what you're doing up there, it's just not funny. Yeah, right. it's not their fault. 
You know, you got to work into them. Like I said, it, it, it's like you're there to entertain those people. The show is for the people there that night. Right. You know, and so that's it. You got to play to them. You got to find out what they like mm-hmm. and you got to play to them. Yeah. So if they don't agree with you politically, don't or, do politics or anything. Do yeah. something else. Yeah. You have to be able to 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 change your act to be funny for whatever that audience is. No, no matter what, but a lot of times they come to see it. They, you know, they expect what you do, and that. But, but it works because, you know, you you've did all these years for this reason, right? You know, so it's 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 kind of. I'm not saying it's easy. No, it's not an easy job. But when you make it look easy, it's amazing. When you go out there, like, do you find yourself having to do the old Reverend Bob stuff just because the people want it, or do you get to do the new stuff or the stuff that you're doing now? You yeah, know what anything. I mean? Anything works as long as it works, you know? And it's like now it's like always throwing in new stuff at the beginning, and it works. And, you know, people always like, sometimes you put it later in your act, and it, you can't follow yourself. And right. then you think a joke doesn't work. Do it at the beginning. Do it. You're not following anything. You do one joke at the beginning, then go into your new stuff, and you'll see it's easy. When I did, uh, when I played YSP, you know, before, whenever we played a new song, they would tell you, play Zeppelin after it. Like, we had the new song categories, and the next category would be like, this is back in the album-oriented rock days, but Mm -hmm. it would be like, you know, right, the next song would either be Beatles, Stones, Zeppelin, The Who. So you knew, okay, we're going to put something new now, but trust me, you're going to love what's coming up next. Yeah. And it was like the cushion. It's the same thing with the jokes. Yeah. You know, you know what you got coming up. But do you find, like, can you go the same places that you used to go with the audiences today? Or are they more, not so much dumbed down, but more, like, hesitant because of uh, the times, political correctness or whatever? They're afraid to laugh or anything like that? I think people are out to have a good time. And once people start laughing... Because you really can't hold it in, you know, for people. Funny's funny. Yeah, and if it's working, everybody, that's when people come together. The only thing that can bring this country together is music and comedy, you know what I mean? Because music is something that you go and you go to enjoy it. There's nothing about anything else. You're enjoying something that is, you know, uh, so great to your ears and just makes you feel good. And it's like comedy. There's nothing like laughing. And the people that are coming out now for comedy are people who want to go and laugh. They want to go see yeah. a comedy show. They want to laugh. You know, they're 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 not afraid of the COVID and all that yeah. stuff. So yeah, they're they're coming out and they want to laugh. You know, you got a few exceptions like what happened over the weekend, but you know, well, what happened over the weekend actually turned out. Now everybody that was in that room has a story to tell. Yeah, you know, and it was a career move for the comic. It never should have happened. Of course, no excuse to ever throw anything yeah. at the stage. But if you want to throw something at my next one, yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you want to throw don't. Jimmy Kimball, Kimball at me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kimball, like he's the guy. And he's he's yeah. flying around to L.A. Right? <laughs> well, well yeah. Kimball, that's the guy in Vineland. You see Richard Kimball and the one on man running around Vineland because <laughs> outside with Gerard following them. I still watch that show. Yeah. It's on uh, DVR. They went at like uh, one o'clock in the morning on Sunday nights. David uh, Jensen. I don't uh, want to tell you what. I watched Lost in Space late Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah, I watched Lost in Space. That show. It, Best it, of Me TV. Oh, dear. Man. <laughs> Dr. Smith fought uh, the guy. Uh, the, uh, Danger, my, Will Robinson. Danger Will Robinson. Danger uh, Will Robinson. It's just such a great show. And you look at it, it's like 1964, and it's just like amazing. The, the scientific sets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the, the box top with the robots. I want to know the 283-101.5. Bob Levy here. It's 930.
Now the latest New Jersey news for 1.5. New Jersey weather made possible by Maple Leaf Farms in Manalapan. Maple Leaf is having its annual fall fun fest with a corn maze, petting zoo, train rides, and more. Mums, five for ten dollars. Hanging basket only five ninety nine. They're wholesale to the public. Visit Maple Leaf Farms in Manalapan, New Jersey, because the prices are insane. Alright, 1-800-283-101.5 Steve Trevelis The new comedy club, Casey Ray's down in Vineland, it's called uh, The Comedy Loft, right? It's the uh, Brennan and Levy's Comedy, comedy Loft. Loft At CaseyRays.com, we go to the site It's just, uh, it's so much fun It's a beautiful club we're looking forward to, you know, even the Halloween show. I got Keith Pinnell and Chica Loca. And, yeah. and we're just going to have, we're having fun all. We want to have the people have a great time, and they, they, they're loving it. It's a cool spot. It's mm-hmm. a really comfortable place. Like I said, I've been there. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's up on top. It's in Vineland. Mm-hmm. It's a drive, but it's worth the drive. But if you live there, it's, it's not a drive. In it's a great for a town. It's a great place. It's got everything you need. Music, comedy, food. They're working on the restaurant downstairs. It's a beautiful yeah. theater. It, oh, it the is. theater's amazing. Yeah. We're going to be doing big shows, everything. We just want we want people to enjoy what entertainment's supposed to be. Exactly. You know, and uh, having done it for so long, you know what it's supposed to be. Yeah, and you one know. day I'll be able to do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I will at the Stress Factory, Friday night. Friday night, Stress Factory. 9.45. I just got the show, I guess. Colin Quinn's doing the early show. I'm doing the late show. So come on down. Uh, Stress Factory is a great room. I mean, the room, the laughter, it, it's like, it, it's perfect. It's just so yeah. good. It's like heaven for a comedian. So come on out, and uh, I'll give you all a hug. There you oh, go, right? Or they can go to right. <laughs> go to Eventbrite for Friday night, Eventbrite, and go to the uh, high school reunion the comedy show. The high school show. reunion oh. comedy show. At the, Cassville, at the Cassville Firehouse. Yeah, make so it. Are you serious? Yeah. So you're playing at your own. We're, we're doing a show because there's there's three 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 of us who became comics out of coming out of that school. Okay, and so we're doing a comedy show the night before our class reunion. Oh wow! And it's open to the public. We're we're That's filming great. it and everything. We're going to try to set it up to become a special and all this. <laughs> I love the idea. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, w- I wish I would have finished high school now. Yeah, we see, right? <laughs> they would have been great. No problem. <laughs> but that is, a, I love it. I love it. Man. Yeah. Alright, 1-800-283-101.5 We got some calls in here Anybody want to call in? Tell me something uh, I'll tell you what Have you ever been in an event Where someone got rowdy? Right? What's, how do you feel about uh, a comic Having a beer thrown at them? Have yeah. you ever been in an event Where someone got rowdy? And you have been in an event Where someone got rowdy on you When you ended up kicking him in the chest Yeah, but I mean uh, Have I ever been to an event That uh, I don't even think so What are some of the I, things I mean, You've I've seen in comedy games. I, uh, I've been to a giant game When they were pouring a uh, beer on, on a redskin girl With the feathers on her hat For oh. like four people And that was like 70, 1978 That was like <laughs> Well, wow, the 700 level mm-hmm. like when You were up as, like, uh, down yeah, at the and, vet The 700 level No, it was the giant stadium Years yeah. ago, you know And and it was like incredible. When you see people go to, I, I like in Philadelphia, like, we went to see the Giants and and Philly, and she had on the Giants, they, and people just yell. They yell like they get mad. Yeah, it's like it's like I'm not playing, dude. <laughs> I was at, uh, I would wear a giant garb to the vet. I was thrown out of the Eagle Broadcast booth once. Wow, <laughs> the Giants came back, but uh, I was at the game, and uh, Stephen Baker scores a touchdown. I get up and start screaming. Uh-huh. My friend Tom. Cunningham him is like, I think throwing money at you. And I'm like, what? 
And I looked down, there's like dimes and quarters on him. Oh. And furthermore, he goes, shut up, don't, don't press your luck. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> you never know what can happen. You know what? You got some news. You want to do some news? No. Oh. Yeah, I was just going to come in and tell a quick story, too, if I oh, could. Go ahead, go getting, ahead. Uh, right, I was at a Phillies game this year, and literally people that were right next to me and my girlfriend, right. it was like another guy and his friends and his girlfriend, and the boyfriend and girlfriend started fighting, and like one of them hit one another, and then the whole yeah. section was going crazy. And then I the remember people... that. Uh, we, me and my wife here to apologize to you. <laughs> <laughs> And they had to escort the people out. Like, I watched the whole thing happen. It was literally right next to me. And then those people all had to get escorted out. Uh, All right. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. You know what? We do news. You want to sit in on some news? I like news. Yeah, come on. You go go with the news. Uh, News is everything. People don't have news. They don't have nothing. Exactly. Especially when uh, when uh, Kyle does the news. Yeah, Kyle. Kyle is the news man. All right. You ready? Here we go. Bob's got news for you. Excellent news. Now it's time for headlines and trev lines. I read the news today. Oh boy. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. We got the good stuff. Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. What the hell's going on out here? The Lombardi cops the whole thing. That makes it. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> All right, what we got? Uh, real quick, I heard you guys talking about Artie Lang earlier, and today was actually his birthday. Yeah. He was born October 11th, 1967 in Livingston. 55 years old. Saw him put with the jersey up on his uh, social media, 55. That was, yeah. uh, who, that was Hideki, right? No, who is, uh, who's the baby? I know that guy. I can't remember his name now. 55? 55 on the Yankees. 35 was Gidry. Huh? Was it? I don't even know. I, think. I can't. No, no. It was, yeah, it was a Japanese player. I can't remember his name now, but he was really good. Wasn't Matsui? That was it. Matsui. Okay, that, was it. that was it. Matsui. All right. So we like to go with some uh, crazy news. And on the New York Post, a couple was roasted for a wedding cake topper that was Did much, see this? much raunchier than it seems. So it's at the top of a wedding cake. And from the front, I'll show you guys the picture of it. It looks like it's just kind of like a firefighter and a nurse. Yeah, yeah. And then on the back side of it, Brian's dress is open on the back side, and the firefighter nice. guy just has his hand right on her butt <laughs> on I the like back it. side of the cake They're topper. They're married. What's yeah. the problem, yeah. right? Yeah. There's it's no a, problem with yeah. that. Right? Exactly, right? And if they want it, I agree. Mm-hmm. And people, people on social upset. media were talking about it all over. Uh-huh. Oh, of course. Um, people on social media, they, they, they just got to complain about everything. <laughs> they, uh, that, that's what the internet was made for, people yep. that are miserable. Exactly. Miserable, that, that, that just have to complain around the dinner table every night. You know, they're just <laughs> never happy. I hate those people. They're at stores. They're, they're in the line before you. They're in the line after you. They don't they stop. They can't wait. They, they're like, oh, it's going to be a horrible day. I can't wait to be part of this so I can talk about it. I got to post. See, you were the pioneer long before social media that was miserable men. Exactly. With Bob Levy. And right? it's back again. And it is back again. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Patreon. We're, we're not playing around. This world needs this now. You can see with all, everybody complaining. It's like, you know, you just got to come to a school and I'm going to teach you to shut up. <laughs> That's all you have to do. That's and, what they need an app for, a shut up app. A yeah. shut up Shut app. up. They remind you, as soon as you're going to go caring on somebody, it says, shut up, shut up, shut up, yeah. shut up. Yeah. You hit the app and you can't do anything. Yeah. Hold on one second. Jominsky and Doyle. 1.5 and All-American Super. Subaru at our annual Halloween Penapalooza, bringing your family to All-American Subaru and Old Bridge on Saturday, October 22nd at 11 a.m. You can adopt a furry best friend or enter our cutest pet contest to win frighteningly possum prizes. Visit nj 
1015.com for details and shop All American Subaru.com Saturday, October 22nd, starting at 11 a.m. I'll be there. The Halloween Pet a Palooza. If you see a Palooza, you could pet it. Uh, with All American Subaru and New Jersey 101.5. Reverend Bob Levy is here. Yes. Casey Rays. Dot com. com. Saturday night. Saturday night in Franklin. Eric Potts is here, too. Yeah. Yeah, this is the show. I'm going to be there with Kevin McMahon and uh, Uh, Eric McMahon. McMahon. Yeah, you got Kevin Brennan mixed up. Kevin Brennan. It happens. I knew a guy who grew up with named Kevin McMahon. He did you really? really? For real. That's how the guys got screwed up. <laughs> All right. But now it's Eric McMahon. He used to play coffee.comedy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, great guy. He used to do uh, a show in Atlantic City yeah. on Howard's old station called uh, What's Your Problem, That which morphed into Miserable Men. Okay. So it, it's kind of made. Eric's really good. I love Eric. That good was guy, when so. you would come in on Sundays mm-hmm. and you would do coffee.comedy. Mm-hmm. And it was every Sunday night at 9 o'clock. And what would happen is, right? So Al Paranella was the guy who owned the radio yes. station, ZXL, I think it was. And, no, no, it wasn't. No. It was JSE, 1027. Yes, yes, yes. And, and he, uh, what we, he bought time. Or what he did was he had the radio station. So mm-hmm. he, he gave you a show. Yeah. At 9 o'clock. Uh, 7 to 9. 7, seven to 9. nine. Yeah. Right. And our show started at 9. Mm-hmm. So what we would do is, right, uh, our show started at 9. You'd be on the radio saying, all right, I'm going down to coffee, that comedy now. <laughs> and then the cars would come. We would send Gino Bisconti out, go up there till Bob gets here. And he would go, and then you would walk in. Oh, Bob Levy's here. They were lighting a cigarette, <laughs> get him a drink, whatever he wants. Like, it was royalty. And every Sunday night, that went on. And yeah, you, then so the show fun. was called What's Your Problem? Problem. Yeah. All right. I remember that. Yeah, we're coming back. We're doing stuff again. It's yeah. so great to be back again. You know, I was out a little with the accident and then yeah. COVID hits, you know, I'm ready to come back. And, but, you know, the feeling, I feel like I'm young again. I feel like I'm 59. <laughs> 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 All right. 1-800-283-101.5. Kyle, give us another news story. I got a couple of bizarre ones to end it out. So this one says, it's the title, ex-teacher wants to auction herself as a surrogate to mass-produce pretty babies. Now, this is bizarre. Okay. And I have a, I, <laughs> what an ah. egomaniac she is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I have What'd she look like? Yeah. I, I have a picture, hot. actually, right here for you. It's pretty hot. The, the listeners can't see it, say it but... All right. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. I, Auction like, officer. I mean, uh, she looks like she should I'll be on Westworld, yeah, but all right. Yeah. Stop. I'll, I'll Stepford I'll, wife. Five dollars. I'll put it in. Do I hear six? Storage whores. <laughs> <laughs> There's the show. <laughs> Story put, put her in a building. There we go. Uh, well, she, she was an actual teacher before this, too, by the way. So I'm just, just reading in the first couple of sentences. It says uh, she was a teacher who was impregnated by one of her students. So oh, yeah, there you go. This should be illegal, then. You cannot do something illegal and then try to make money off right. it. Right. It should be... You, There's you a law against there that, There is right? a law yeah, against that. Yeah, there actually that. is a law against that. Uh, yeah, you can't make money off a crime. Uh, and look at this. And now it, maybe because it's a raffle. That she's doing like a raffle ticket. <laughs> the highest bidder. She'll be on Kimmel next week. Uh, yeah, yeah, see? She'll be on Kimmel next week. All right, give us another one, Kyle. Uh, so a husband cancels his vacation with his pregnant wife after she requests that he abstain from drinking along with her. Now, obviously, she's pregnant. She can't drink. And in the article, the husband says that they had both agreed to stop smoking weed once she got pregnant. But when she asked if she would uh, stop drinking because she couldn't drink, 
he politely declined and then proceeded to cancel their like special vacation they had because they she was pregnant so they were going to do like a celebratory vacation <laughs> So, so she wants, that. she can't drink because she's pregnant. Correct. And she wants him to stop drinking. Yes. Because she's pregnant. No, because he uh, got her pregnant. He got her pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> he got her pregnant. <laughs> better hope. Yeah. It's yeah. the penalty. Yeah. All right, that's it. Where were they going? To a beer factory? Like, where, like <laughs> Milwaukee. Where, yeah, I mean, like, it's like, it's all right. Have a few beers. You know what I mean? You have a kid, you know? Drink Adelphia. Drink Adelphia. <laughs> <laughs> all right, give me one more. I've got the most bizarre one. I'll try and do this as quickly as possible. This is right. insane. It's from This is from Crimea, so it's all the way across the other oh, side of the yeah. world. This is nuts. So a bouncer had sex with a naked woman in a nightclub as patrons cheered them on. This is in the middle of a nightclub. There's pictures of it on this article mm. of a bouncer literally just... Having He's sex with someone on the stage. Well, yeah. How much was the yeah. cover charge? Yeah, that used to happen in Germany all the time. <laughs> Doctor Mueller's sex shop. They show, that stuff happened now, all the time. Now here's the thing. What is the what is the what is the crime? The criminal. What is the charge that he faces? So it doesn't say exactly what it's he faces. Drop down. Down. Drop down. It's uh, there. It's public ludinous. sex. It's public sex. So it's a crime punishable by a small fine and up to 15 days in jail. That's so, not bad for sex. Right, in front you're, of people. You're, you're having you're a beautiful woman. Small small fee. 15 days in jail. <laughs> How does it get to that point is my question, though. Uh, like, how does it escalate to that, where they're just having sex? Like, what was going on that this Like, what did he say? Yeah. What was his, <laughs> what what was his journey? And this was in a strip club, right? Uh, from, no, a regular bar. I think it was just a regular bar. Regular yeah. bar. Nice. Yeah. All right, we're coming back. Happy hour. You can listen on... What is that instrument that, that you know? That's a, this is a, a French band. It's an electric piano, it sounds like. Is it? Sounds like it. No, it's like a Mellotron or something. All right, well, then, then apparently you know what it is. is <laughs> you tried to trick us. It's yeah. a Mellotron. <laughs> is that anything like uh, one of the uh, Transformer robots? Well, there's the Hypertron, yeah. and then this is the Mellotron. Mellotron. Right. Yeah. And there's a Megatron. A Megatron, mm. right? Eric Potts is here, Reverend Bob Levy, with a new comedy club down in uh, beautiful Vineland, New Jersey. Yes. Uh, CaseyRays.com. It's uh, it's Brennan and Levy's Comedy Loft. Loft, because well, we're, we're upstairs. Loft, yes. We're upstairs above the Landis Theater. Uh-huh. The so, beautiful Landis Theater. It's, it's beautiful there. I love everything about it. You know, it's just so much fun. Uh-huh. And I'll be there this week with uh, Eric McMahon. Yes. I got that one. And, and you, bringing yeah. me on. Yes. You're blessed. It's we're going to have fantastic. a great time. We really are. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Let's give away a pair of tickets. Right, so yeah. I want a good story, right? This is a story. Jen Arcillo, our own Jen Arcillo wrote this. Mm-hmm. Uh, she actually wrote a handwritten letter to Bruce Springsteen asking him to do something extremely personal for her. Stop that. Uh, mm-hmm. Mailed it directly to his home in Colts Neck. And uh, she has not received a response yet. <laughs> but uh, See, Bruce's album is called Letter to You. Okay. So she decided to write a letter to him. Uh, so it was only fitting I send the letter to him. My letter was not a typical fan letter stating I'm your number one fan, but rather it was a letter with a purpose, a purpose to help me continue my bond with my late father, whom I love and miss every single second of every single day. And, uh, 
by my father, the late New York Mets lefty relief pitcher Jim Marcillo, was my whole world. And my dad and I always uh, had a very tight bond. He's probably the only man in my life who never let me down, never disappointed me, always made good on his promises to me. My dad always supported my radio career, loved my mom, loved his daughters. Uh, I was over the moon for his grandchildren. Uh, but uh, So what did she ask? Uh, I'm not really... I'm Sounds not, like she's doing a lot of bragging. I'm not really uh, sure what she wants. Sounds like she was divorced a few uh, times. What no the hell does no this have to do with Springsteen? I love, I love Jet. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to find. Uh, I'm trying to find why. Uh, why? What? What she wants from Bruce? I'm not seeing it. Hold on. Uh, it's Jen. And now, 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 of course, the computer froze. Uh, I knew I had to have the record of cassette tape. I must have played Born in the USA. Now the computer's completely froze. But here's the topic. That's typical. <laughs> That's typical. Jane wrote a letter to Bruce Springsteen. Okay, we get that. Okay. Uh, and basically, he has not answered her. I want to know, has anyone, have you ever written, like when you were a kid, yeah. did you ever write to a celebrity? No. You never did. No, I never did either. Yeah. Did you ever? Did you ever write to a Santa Claus? If Santa Claus, okay. Did Santa Claus answer? <laughs> yeah. Did somebody actually answer it for you on, on, on behalf of Santa Claus? Yeah. Like an elf? What'd you get? Well, my there was presents there. There was uh, presents. All right, yeah. so you must have heard. I was right? told that they came from Santa. So I mean, <laughs> what am I going to call my parents, liars? I think I wrote a letter to Wee Willie Weber one time. Did you really? When I was a kid. Did he ever answer? No. I, wrote I don't think so. You wrote a letter, Gina? Who would you write a letter to? To the cast of Three's Company when I was a kid. You did? I got a whole big um, cast signed by all the cast members back in the mail. You got it back? Got it back. Oh, wow. wow. See, they have, that's great. Damn. You still have it? I don't think so. That would be worth so much money right now. Name. It's all it's all I got in yeah, my the photograph yeah. of my mind. Yeah. Kyle, did you ever write a letter to somebody? Uh no, I'll do you one better though. I talked to Eli Manning on the phone, so I didn't even have to write him a letter. You talked to Eli Manning on I did. the phone. When you I hang was, up? Yeah, I was probably like uh, eight years old and my right. dad was at a work dinner and for some reason Eli Manning was at the same place and ended up sitting at the same table with him right next to him and my dad was like, My kids are huge fans. And so he's like, I'll call him up. Wow. And so I was like eight yeah. years old. And yeah. Did you cry? I don't really remember. I think I was just in so much <laughs> shock that I probably didn't even get yeah. any words out. I was probably like, Jen, I didn't <laughs> ask for anything. I just rambled. Thing, you, know? <laughs> you get Eli on the phone. You go, can you put your brother on? <laughs> <laughs> Andrew's in Flemington. What's up, Andrew? Oh, I must be in the front row. I gotta, can I tell you a joke before I tell you the story? All right, one joke. No, wait a minute. Hold on. If you do this joke well, you could play Reverend Bob's club. <laughs> if you make Bob laugh, Bob will hire you at the club. Come on. Yeah. Let him, let him host. Don't just give you the sign of the cross and say, get, uh, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> that See, that, that was the joke. Was that the joke? That was the joke. Was that the joke? Oh. Okay, what was the joke? What was the joke? Right. special from Johnny Carson a long time ago. So I go to a job. I told you this one about a year ago. You're going to like it. We're recycling now? Wow. Oh. Yeah. So I go to a job interview, and it worked out pretty good, you know. And at the end of the interview, the interviewer says, I think you have the job. Do you have any questions for me? I said, yeah. I got a question. I don't know if you could answer it. He says, try. Try me. Okay. So if I'm traveling in a spaceship that goes faster than the speed of light, and it's dark, and I turn the lights on, does anything happen? I was confounded, dumbfounded, you know. I had no idea how to answer that question. 
Oh, good. I didn't want to work for you anyway. Okay, so that what was, was your story? Let, let him finish it. Oh, I'm sorry, there's more. Oh. That was the joke. That was the joke. Oh, man. What was the story? <laughs> oh, you guys are going to laugh. Plus, you're well, we haven't yet. Yeah. <laughs> you're not. Bob doesn't have to hire you. You're fired. <laughs> Thank you. Did you know Madonna used to have a fan club or still has a fan club? No. No. Okay, so Warnie Boy, about 20 years ago, I, I wrote her a letter yeah. to the fan club. Trouble was, it was all mixed up and garbled, and I didn't understand what the heck the point was, so I never sent it. I got, didn't have the courage to actually mail it. Oh, you wrote the letter, but you never mailed it. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? You, she's uh, she's still available if you want to send her a letter. I mean, you know. Mm -hmm. you just, she's like a virgin. You never know, right? Eh? Not anymore. <laughs> All right. She Andrew, wasn't back then. 1 1015 <laughs> All right. Has anyone ever written a letter to a celebrity or a famous person and gotten an answer? That's what I want to know. Have you ever written a letter? Oh, yeah, I did. I uh, I, I sent a letter to Howard Stern and the FBI came to my house. <laughs> That was the old me. 101.5, Steve Trevelis, Eric Potts is in the house. Yeah. Evan Bob Levy is here. Yeah. Kyle is here. Uh, all right, so has anyone ever written a letter to a celebrity? See, when I was a kid, like, I wrote to the New York Giants, and they would always send me back, like, uh, I got a couple of team pictures, like autographed team pictures. If you write to the Eagles, they'll send something back. Uh, you know, they're usually pretty good about it. Some yeah. teams, if you, if you write, they'll send you, like, really nice things. Some teams, if you write, they'll send you garbage. When I was, uh, when I was a kid, I used to send, um, I used to write to, like, because they all have fan clubs, all the ball teams, you know, and you'd be surprised what you would get back. Yeah. You know, because they have, a, they have a, a publicity department that would do it. Like, like Three's Company, you know, you got the picture. You know, and that's the great thing about it, you know? So I wonder, has anyone ever written to a celebrity and actually gotten an answer? Or would anyone actually do that? You know, like, would the celebrity, like, who is it? Dane Cook, the comic. He got famous. Part of why he got famous, because he would answer all his Facebook. He would be on Facebook, and Dane Cook would actually answer. And that's MySpace. How, MySpace, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, oh, my God, this guy's actually responding. Right? Do you respond when people? You respond when people contact you on social media, I think right? It's uh, only t it's respectful to do if somebody's taking time to talk to you. Exactly. He never you know? answers mine. Mm -hmm. uh, never well, answers mine. Uh, well, who would? Yeah. So anyone who's ever written to a celebrity uh, or any famous person, an athlete, a celebrity, and actually gotten anything? I bad. didn't write to Matthew McConaughey. What's his name? Matthew McConaughey, right? Yeah, right. the Lincoln yeah. guy. Yeah. The Lincoln lawyer. But somebody else wrote to him, and I wound up getting a signed picture of him. How that? did that happen? Because I was the detective that investigated the guy who wrote to him because he was stalking him oh, the, and wow. sending him stuff in the mail. And so the I went guy up, was sending Matthew and, McConaughey and I, stuff in the mail. And I told him, listen, you got you to gotta knock it off. You can't be contacting him anymore and he did and then the then i got an autographed picture of well, how did you get you did he, or, he sent it to he, me thanks for helping me out uh, matthew his, mcconaughey sent you a picture yeah, it'd be a, great if he became the stalker after <laughs> and, and they had to get yeah, yeah, the stalker yeah, yeah. to get eric away better. from him it would have been better that's a better uh, story i love it but He's uh like, all right all right all right <laughs> I, think, I think his thing was living large or something like that it was his production company so it was like living large matthew mcconaughey I was yeah. like, hey, hey. 
And he got his, he got his agent. I wonder to if it's it. worth any money. I should sell. I should sell it. Put it on eBay. See yeah. what you can get. Yeah. I got the. Uh, remember the Howard Stern Leroy Neiman? No. The uh, 1994. He had these uh, these posters. These Leroy. So Leroy Neiman did a Howard Stern print. Okay. And uh, they was. I think he was selling them. I think it was. But I I was in Philadelphia, and I happened to see Grover Washington. So I get my the hand. president? No, no, <laughs> Grover Washington Jr., the sax player. <laughs> I wish I can go to a high school reunion. It's Grover Cleveland, so, but it's close I, enough. I, I, <laughs> Grover I, Washington, I, Grover I, Cleveland. I, I put them both together. <laughs> so, so I go up to him and I'm like, you know, hey uh, Grover, you know, what do you think about Howard Stern? Oh, I don't like him, and uh, uh, I have the tape going. So mm-hmm. I took the tape and I sent it to Howard. So uh, I got Gary on the phone. I said, hey, Gary, can I get one of those posters? You, you know, you know, can you? He's like, thank you. Said, Do me a favor. Can you sign, have him sign a poster for me? Yeah. And he sent me a nice, you know, oh, wow. Howard Stern, 94, the whole thing. I got it uh, framed in my house. Well, how much do you think it goes for? I have the meanest listener check that I won that competition. Oh, yeah? Signed by Howard. People so. go, I mean, <laughs> you'd be surprised because I know, I know radio people. Mm-hmm. I know I know some radio people who you know, are having hard times because they're not in radio anymore. Yeah. And they sell their memorabilia. And that all YSP stuff... Yeah. Actually goes for stuff. Wow! I was well, YSP was such a great radio station. It was. It was know. a great radio station. <laughs> it was. It was the best of times. It, it was, was the best of it times. It really was a great radio station. It's a shame that it, you know, it fell to the wayside. I mean, you can still listen to it on HD. Mm-hmm. I think no, it's, it's different. I mean, ninety-four point. One uh, point three or something like that is no, is but the that's HD that's channel. the music though. Yeah, I mean what you're talking about was when Howard was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shocking and all those guys. We were there with Kid Chris for a while. Kid it Chris, was just yeah. really it was on fire. It was the so afternoon. much fun to listen to. It was. It makes your day What's go he through. Doing now? Is he in Atlanta? He is in Cincinnati now. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, he, you know, plays some music he has to play, you know, you have to go about the rules, play some clips and all that, mm-hmm. but, you know, he, he's he's great at this, you know, he should be able to do what he wants somewhere, it would be great. Radio's got to get to that, where they'll let you do what you want. It, it needs, it's, you got to have fun again. Yeah. See, we have fun here all the time. Yeah. We could do whatever we want here. I this like is it. Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah well, not whatever. It's dressed. Yeah, yeah. Radio. yeah. We're doing the show naked. We could do right that now. on Saturday night <laughs> over in Vineland at CaseyRays.com, the new Reverend Bob Levy Comedy Club with Kevin Brennan. Yes. Where's Kevin tonight? Kevin is probably home with the you know family man. You know, mm-hmm. uh, when he's not being a lunatic the rest of the time, he's a family <laughs> man. And I think lunatics like us make the best family people. Of course. You know, it totally is. I, I mean, you can ask her. Like, I'm like the greatest husband in the world, right? Right. That's yes, what, yes. <laughs> right? Just go along with it, honey. Absolutely. I gave the greatest husband in the world. Yeah, it's going to be a long go. ride home, baby. You answer right now. You see, we have so much fun. She's my best friend, which I never thought that would ever happen. I've never woman. seen you so happy. In I, all the years I've known you, mm-hmm. I, it was like a metamorphosis. I've yeah. never seen you so happy. I, it, it's amazing. Uh, I never knew life could be so much fun with this angel. <laughs> I'm talking about Eric Potts. <laughs> of course. <laughs> he gets that a lot. 1 800 283 101.5. Steve Trevelis, Reverend Bob Levy, Eric Potts. Kyle, we got any more news? 
I got one final story if you guys want to hear it. Yeah. Of course. All right, we'll go uh, really quick. There was a rude Hooters customer who rejected a server. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Hooters, but apparently this server was not his liking, the physique of the girl he wasn't a fan of. And when she came up to try and wait on I've him. I've never been to a Hooters, so I don't yeah. know how that works. I, I don't know if you're being truthful, but I really haven't either. <laughs> But uh, she came over to wait on him, and he looked at her and said, if you're going to be my waitress, I might as well just go dine somewhere else. Then stood up and walked over to the hostess and asked to be seated in a different section. The girl made a video about it on on social media, and now it's viral, and people are coming to her defense. Here's the thing. If you're going to work in a Hooters, you got to expect. I mean, I'm sorry. If you're going to work in a Hooters, you know what it's all about, and you should expect. Yeah, uh, your wings aren't that good. Yeah. I mean, that's not the draw. Yeah, you're gonna, your, your grilled cheese sandwich is going to suck. <laughs> I like Hooters. They come in here, boy. They brought food in here. They brought fried pickles. I'm not saying anything bad about Hooters. Except for I don't even think I've ever stuff. seen a Hooters before. You, I've never, never seen a Hooters. I'm not joking. I don't know if I've ever seen one. Have you ever been to a strip club? No. Oh, we're going to have to change that. <laughs> we got to get him out of his bubble uh, where he lives. And, uh, <laughs> no, how big was she? Like, I got a picture. Let I always have pictures right here, Bob, it. right? Yeah. You, don't, no, you don't have to move it closer. No. <laughs> uh, she's not that, uh, like, she's not overweight. Like, that's, I think, the rule. That's shit. There's no, nothing. There, I mean, right? listen. There's I mean, nothing wrong with her. Picky guy. I we sound know. misogynistic. I get it. But <laughs> she's working at a Hooters. What a big guy. Yeah, I <laughs> yes. don't know. I agree with you, Eric. <laughs> I don't know. All right, 1-800-283-101. I heard Chad used to work at a Hooters. What did Chad? I walk <laughs> work at a Hooters? <laughs> what did I walk into here in this, uh, this he's, conversation? He's doing nasty, nasty news. <laughs> See, well, that's right. We have you here for the good news. Hey, you don't want a big waitress because, from. you know, maybe one less wing will make it to the table, you know? <laughs> I ask people, like, to drive, like, Uber Eats. Yeah. It's like, did you ever just want to, like, you know, reach into the bag and take one out They or have to like go that. for the fries they here and there. They have to. Yeah. That's why what I don't do think trust so? that. I used to work as a delivery driver, Trevor. I used to always have to do that. I'm not kidding. What? You, you like, I can, I can, yeah, me goody two-shoes, Eric, yeah. You so. ate stuff out of people's bags? If there was, like, french fries or something, okay. and it, it would smell up your car the entire shift, and it's impossible when you're hungry to mm. not want to eat somebody's food. And what are they, they going to know if there's one less fry? Uh, yeah. Yeah, who's, count, count, who's counting Who's counting all your COVID all over it? <laughs> all right, it's 1030. <laughs> Now, the latest New Jersey news from NJ5, Steve Trevelis, Reverend Bob Levy here. Yeah. The new comedy club, CaseyRays.com, K-A-Y-C-E-E-Rays.com. 8.30, Saturday night, come That's see right. us. 8.30 shows, nice. It's nice, and it's a perfect time. You can either go and hang out afterwards, or, you know, you can go home and get home early. It's whatever you want to do. You got some things going on with the theater downstairs? They got bands in there. They had uh, uh, an Aussie tribute the other Aussie day. Tribute. Yeah. They got all kinds of tributes. It's, it's, just there. it's really cool. If you're a fan of uh, like any kind of it, they're really good bands, you know. I always said, like, they should take the, the actual classic rock bands mm-hmm. should form their own tribute bands. Yeah. Imagine, like, say Paul McCartney decides he's going to, because he has enough money, right? Yeah. He's going to put together a Beatles tribute band. Mm-hmm. So he gets four kids, you know, uh, who have the look, and he teaches them. How, he teaches them how to do it. They already have that band. It's called Fat Mez, my yeah. son's band. <laughs> they're the greatest. They're gonna. They're gonna make it. There's no doubt. Who do they? Are they a tribute band? Uh, right now they are. They play. You know, they play everybody, but yeah. everybody. But they have originals that I got to hear a few just when they recorded it once, and it's over real soon. I'm uh, telling you. 
No, nice. I can't wait to just hang out with them and See retire. That? Well, yeah. this is the time, yeah, right? You'll be living off the fat of their land. The, the fat of the men. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but if they did that, mm -hmm. and, you know, they, they you keep the music going, because mm -hmm. that's at the point now where these guys are all, like, way too old to be doing this stuff. Yeah. So you got a little tribute band going but on. But Paul is still great, you know? Oh, he is. 80 years old, and he hits the notes. Oh, the, that's not it. And, and you know what? There's being in shape. And this rock and roll shape. Yeah. And the guys who are in rock and roll shape just go on forever. Yeah. Like, I saw John Lodge over the summer from the Moody Blues, mm -hmm. and he's 77. It's and amazing. he still got it. You know, and Paul was, you know, Paul was here with, uh, he was here in Bruce and Bon Jovi. It. I seen that, and with me and my son were there. And, you know, Paul may not hit all the high notes now, but he has the backup singers that can handle it when he can't hit it in certain yeah. songs. And it's still amazing. He he tripped, he almost fell. Everybody was like, oh, you know, oh my God. You know, <laughs> Diving Paul, in front of him. Well, yeah, but then he, he made a joke about it, you know. And it, it's just amazing to see how something you love can keep you uh, young and alive. How old is he now? 80. So he's older than Joe Biden. He, uh... Joe Biden's like 78, yeah, 70, yeah. No, Biden's 80. No, 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 no. I, Paul McCartney's older. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, got, but I mean, like, you know, when you go to see Paul, you're not going to, you, 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 same thing with Bon Jovi. You're going for the memory, you're going for the event. It doesn't matter whether we could sing or not. Yeah, but you know, yeah. you're go you're going because you you know, you want the memory. You yeah. want the whole package. You're gonna relive your youth, you're gonna hear the songs that you love, you're gonna know every song and he plays for three hours, he goes back another three hours, you're gonna know every song for the next mm -hmm. three hours. And that's why you go. It's not about whether or not he can hit the notes. Nobody can hit the notes anymore. It's yeah. just about the experience of going to see Paul McCartney. I saw him in 2016. My son was nine years old. Mm -hmm. And he was in the guitar at the time. Yeah. And he's saying, Dad, look at the way he stands at the mic. Yeah. Dad, look at the way he holds the guitar. Dad, look at him. And he's like, and he's breaking him down. He's analyzing yeah. it. And he's on stage, Paul, and he's like, you know, you guys, uh, with the words, you go, I, I like you holding up all the words and stuff. He mm -hmm. goes, but I get confused. I got I got to focus. Words, yeah. notes, chords. Oh, it's amazing. Like, I took my son, I think it was that year, I seen him in Washington. And mm -hmm. on the way home, my son's like... You still got a bass, and I'm like, and now he just him and the band just bought their own house. Nice, so really. It's like amazing. Like you know, six months ago they they play all summer, eh, almost every what night. What they play? Uh, Wildwood. Uh, they they play the casinos and and uh, Atlantic City, oh, really Philadelphia. Oh yeah, they make really? good money for a band, you know, especially you know doing like uh, cover songs. But now once they're ready to go to the next level now, and uh, the song songs that I heard were like, even she heard it and she was like, wow, you know, and this is just them recording it for the first time. It's not even messed with, like, fixed a little well, bit. Well, once they start getting the studio oh and do things to it. Oh. What's the name of the band? Uh, Fat Mez. Fat Mez? Yeah, they have, like, a community page on Facebook and yeah. uh, whatever, regular one. Uh, Instagram they're on. And they, they, they really, you see them, like you said, about, like, older people will come see them. And it, it, it brings back their youth. Of, and they just adore these kids. And you know what's nice? They're young. Yeah. Because I'll tell you, when you go see Paul, when you go see the classic rockers, be smart. Don't look around. Mm -hmm. You want to be, you want to remain, you want to think of yourself as young. Yeah. Don't look around. Oh, yeah. Is, I saw there was a band uh, called Let It Be. 
Mm-hmm. There was a show down at the Hard Rock, and it was amazing. And the premise was, it was a Beatle band. A lot of these guys played in Rain. And, okay. uh, and they look like them, and they come out, and the first thing they do, uh, they come out as a Beatles show. So they do the Ed Sullivan years, then they do the Shea Stadium, okay. then they do Sgt. Pepper, and then they do Get Back. So you got the costume changes. Yep. Then they take a break. And the announcer's like, you know, there were many attempts to get the Beatles back together. But imagine if they had done it for John Lennon's 40th birthday, Mm -hmm. which was October 9th, 1980. And they come out and they look like they did in 1980. Okay, and you got John with you know uh, looking you know looking like he did before he died. Yeah, you got Paul, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah, and and they look like they did, and they start you know you know there are a lot of songs we were working on uh, before we broke up, uh, and uh, they play their individual, but instead of the you know the they play their individual songs, but they do it together. That's amazing. They do My Sweet Lord. They okay. do Watching the Wheels. He does oh, Imagine man. Live and Let Die. It don't come easy. Bob, there wasn't a dry eye in the oh, house. Yeah. People were just openly sobbing. And then they come, and they talk, and while they're doing it, uh, and this is like the 40-year-olds, you know, they break into Birthday, mm-hmm. they break into While My Guitar Gently Weeps, you know, the stuff that the Beatles themselves had never done live. Yeah. And everybody that went, it was like a press party, because they were going to be there for a week. But we all got T-shirts, and wow. we all got the CD, and they gave us like dessert afterwards. But what an amazing, wow. what a great idea. Cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a, I like dessert. What a, what a great <laughs> idea, though. And, and you know what? But the premise of that is like, you know, what would they have done yeah. in, you know, in, in 1980? Can and you the, imagine? And to have that look and to just to hear them mm-hmm. play. And because and, if you saw, you see Get Back? Oh, yeah. At Disney? And you yeah. saw all the stuff they were working on. And to hear them bring that back at that time, and just the idea that, yeah, let's do some of the stuff we, you know, we never got to do. Mm-hmm. And to hear them do, like, while my guitar gently weeps live. Uh, let it be. It was it was amazing. Hey guys, Bill Spady. This is the last week you can win up to thirty thousand dollars on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Listen, eight a.m. to five p.m. for the Jersey Cash Code. Every hour there's a new code to win up to thirty thousand dollars. Details and rules are on nj 1015com Don't miss out. It's the last week of the Jersey Cash Codes contest. Play today, win up to thirty thousand dollars on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Eric Potts in the studio. Hello. And uh, Reverend Bob Levy. Yeah. And the new comedy club. Casey Rays. Casey Rays. Dot com. You dot can com. go there and get the tickets. Dot com. <laughs> dot com. How, how, how come it's not Levy and Brennan's comedy loft? Uh, I Brennan like Brennan. Brennan. See, you're a good Brennan guy. Levy. You're a good like, guy. It doesn't matter. It's, not a, it's about greatness, and that's what we bring, and that's what uh, the, the club brings and everything in there. It's great. It's <laughs> just... It's everything that you want is in that area. You don't have to go riding around to find entertainment. <laughs> We're bringing it there, and I'm bringing it to the Stress Factory. 945, this. New Brunswick. Colin Quinn will be on the early show. I'm the late show, so we get it. Friday little, night, right? Friday night. Friday, Friday night. Friday night. There we go. Friday night, New Brunswick. That's going to be great. That is going to be great, too. It's, it's, it feels it's good to be alive again. It is, man. Look it at is. you. You're like energized. Yes. Yeah. I, I have a show on Friday night as well. I'd like to plug. Thank uh, you. Where? Uh, that would be at the Cassville Firehouse. The Cassville Fire, Firehouse. The Cassville Fire Hall thing in mm-hmm. Jackson. 
It's uh, Jackson. Just go to Eventbrite. The Tavern is great. You ever Come been to on, Castro I Tavern? Stop plugging my stuff, they man. They got the best burgers oh, at the Castro Tavern. I'm just going to keep Tavern. talking. So you go to, you go to Eventbrite.com. You ever get it with bacon on it? And, oh, my God. They're amazing. Oh, God. He when I went to school, well. there used to be a play. Go ahead. Yeah, no, right, come right, on, right. Eric. No, no. What are you doing? He's leaving. <laughs> Is that all it took? <laughs> we yeah. know you can turn your mic on yourself. You have the switch right there. You mean we, we could have done this an hour or so ago? Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been so easy. <laughs> right ahead. So, uh, so this is going to be great. Saturday night, mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be uh, Eric McMahon, yeah. you, and me. Yeah. And then you're at the Stress Factory Friday night. Yes. 945. And uh, 9.45. It's going to be a good time. Stressfactory.com. Uh, exactly. So now, all right, yeah. so for the comedy club, mm -hmm. all right, you got any big names coming? Any names coming in? Who's, uh, who's on some. the list that you're going to have? We will, we will have some big names soon. We're just trying to get it together and that, and then see who's out there, who's coming around and that, and uh, see where... They can work in a certain radius without causing. Like, oh, is I don't it? Wanna, yeah, because you, know, you have to deal touch. with that thing with the, you always the have Atlantic to deal City. With it. Everybody cries. Everybody no, cries. Care. But because they, they, everybody thinks they're the boss when I'm the boss, and it's ridiculous. But I, I just don't want to book somebody and then and then have them go. Oh, I have to cancel because it is or whatever. I, I don't want to go through that. So we'll work everything out, and and everything will be right in your backyard. People. But see, here's the beauty of this: like mm -hmm. no matter what happens that every show is going to have either you or Kevin on it. Mm -hmm. So that's that's a guaranteed quality headliner with whatever else you put in. As a host. Yeah, you're not coming in? You know he could come in. Oh, he's rubbing his nose <laughs> with that rubbing, finger yeah, again. You see, I'm telling you. You see? Uh, you see? How are you going to plug your gig if you're all the I, way in the other room? I told you not to bring up hamburgers in front of yeah, them. They make the best hamburgers. They're the tasty. Oh uh, Eric, do you like God. hamburgers? Oh, no, this this place was built in 1712. Wow, the I was Casville seven. Tavern. I was I seven. See that? Uh, I remember going there for my birthday when I was five. <laughs> they brought a little cake out. <laughs> with a fife and drum. It was, it was made out of wood. Nice. Yeah, you know, what you with do? the wooden teeth. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was back then. <laughs> Man. All right, so uh, before we go, mm -hmm. all right, so name of the club, Casey Ray, uh, Brennan, Brennan and, and Levy's Comedy, Comedy Loft, CaseyRays.com. Yes. And uh, Saturday night is going to be uh, Eric McMahon, myself, and you. And, and Friday night, more, you'll be at the Stress Factory. Yeah, oh, there'll be more? Yeah, here and there. It's like, you know, it's like, hey, let's go. Let's have fun. I, wanna, I, want, I want people to get something that they're not getting, you know? Well, they will. They'll get laughter. They'll get yes. funny. Laughter is the best medicine. And no throwing big hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can't afford to fly to Los Angeles. Yeah, if you're going to throw anything Kimball. at me, it better be a whiskey bottle. There we go. I there want a uh, Knobs Creek. That'll get, you. <laughs> that, that'll get you on Colbert. <laughs> All right. Reverend Bob, nothing but the best for you. Uh, I love always you, wish. Thank you. You too. This has been the Steve Travely Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.